podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. We're being attacked, man. We're being attacked. Believe me. Stop killing me, man. I'm the most vicious. He's a savage. He's an animal. He's a different breed of person. It's not like us. Why is he sucking George Foreman? He's already a tramp. He ain't no tramp. Around here jiving, making a business out of it. I'm a champion. I fight everybody every month. All of them, bar none. Theboxingvoice.com. I kept telling him he had no punch. He couldn't hit. He's swinging like a sissy. He's missing. Let me see your box. I hadn't started dancing yet. He talks too much. He's ugly. He's pretending I'm the true champion. And they make me the underdog. I'm going to show them all their own. Muhammad Ali didn't have a lot of muscles. He wasn't all that strong. This man's presence. You could hit him where you hit everyone else, but he was not willing to fall. He was not willing to be counted out. I haven't convinced these suckers yet. I destroyed George Foreman. I destroyed Joe Frazier. Because I'm the champion. I'm the real champion. There'll never be one like me. Bass, last night I cut the light off in my bedroom, hit the switch, was in the bed before the room was done. I'm a bad man. gentlemen welcome back to another edition of the boxing voice radio i am your host nesta gibbs and we're here to discuss the latest breaking news from michael coppinger some may not believe some may choose to believe i don't know what you want to believe but the facts are that good old michael coppinger is reporting that earl spence and terence crawford have reportedly now been in negotiations and are negotiating with each other directly over the phone and have agreed to a purse split. What that means, though, is that this fight isn't happening next, and instead Coppinger is reporting that Spence versus Keith Thurman and Crawford versus Alexis Rocha is expected next, but progress for Spence versus Crawford for 2023. So it looks like they're still trying to get us this fight just later in the year, and we are going to proceed with the normal mandatory challenger in Alexis Rocha for Terrence Bud Crawford and Keith one-time Thurman, the WBC mandatory for Earl Spence Jr. Still no news as to whether or not That fight between Keith and Earl is going to take place at 54, or will he actually be defending those world titles? But 
I wanted to I wanted to cover this. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, Michael Coppinger, don't believe him, Ness, yada, yada, yada. But the truth is, we followed Ryan Garcia and Tank Davis just as close. Every time something was reported about that fight, we 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 covered it, we talked about it, we did a show, we had an audience, you guys listened, some of you called in, gave your opinions, and why not do the same? This is the other big fight that we've been waiting for for a long time. And truth be told, Ryan and Tank, they came through. They actually came through. So when, you know, more people thought that Ryan was a kappa and, and wouldn't take a serious fight, more people believe he wouldn't fight someone of the caliber of Tank, you know. They, they, they thought he was a kappa. They thought he was, you know, never going to get in there with a... With a with someone as skilled or as, as as hard punching as Tank, right? And he did it. So I just feel the need to follow this as closely as we did that fight because this is our other super fight. This is probably the bigger fight for us hardcores and Tank and Ryan, the bigger fight for, you know, the millennials, the, the younger generation maybe. But we are taking callers on our landline. The number to call in, one four two five five six nine. 5241 press one one time voice your opinion right here on the voice of the people hotline don't forget you can also uh join us on discord if you want to talk we also have twitter spaces rocking and rolling for anybody that wants to join us and obviously if you want to communicate any other ways you can do super chats or cash apps feel free totally on you we'd rather have you call in and give us your opinion uh, you know, I, you, do you believe they've agreed? And what's really agreeing to the split mean? I thought they did that already, you know, in the first contract, you know, the first things they had. I, I don't know. I don't see how this should be any different. And a lot of us believe that. Like, hey, they agreed before the Avenesian fight. They had agreed on certain things. So what's so hard with just jumping right back into that previous agreement. Um, I don't know how much has changed for either man since then, other than for Bud, you know, making a bunch of money to fight Avenesian. Uh, and for Earl, suffering another accident. Uh, luckily, according to him, his car was bulletproof. And, uh, you know, it, it absorbed most of the damage. And that's why we're getting him May, June. May, June. Now, we did have a uh, long-time listener that called in and said his brother would be on the undercard with Pitbull Cruz versus Giovanni Cabrera. That sounds like a great co-main event. Uh, maybe a lot of people don't know Giovanni Cabrera and know Pitbull Cruz, and that's okay because Cabrera is the guy that beat Gabriel Flores Jr. Um, he has a decent resume. You know, he's from Chicago. Uh, I don't know about co-main, maybe opener, but I think that PBC's invested in uh, Pitbull Crew, so I don't know that he'll be in the opener or anything like that, more like maybe the co-main. Um, but, yeah, we're also going to have Samuel Teal on the show, who just picked up the big win over Enrico Gogo uh, Key. And we're going to talk to him about his win over the weekend and see how he's feeling, man. 
Um, so, yeah, man, and once again, if you want to call in, you want to voice your opinion, I know this isn't everybody's, uh, you know, a lot of people have lost the 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 ambition uh, to talk about this fight, you know. Uh, they, they've squeezed the life and the fun out of it for some of us. Uh, but, again, we got to continue to follow it just as closely as we did Tank Ryan as I swear this fight would have gotten done before that fight. And, you know, it's been the opposite, right? Tank and Ryan, the young guys, have been able to get it together. And maybe that's going to be one of those reasons why Crawford and Earl sit down. Like the reports are saying, these guys are now talking on the phone and doing these things themselves. Maybe they'll be able to get it together the way that Ryan and Tank did. Because truth be told, you know, we shouldn't have to wait any longer for this fight. And it just won't be the same if this fight takes place at 54. It wouldn't be for all the marbles. It wouldn't be for all the belts. It wouldn't mean as much. But Jonathan Sims, $5 Super Chat, says, Ness, I rocks with you. Following since 2012. If you want to just talk to us, okay. But this is beneath you. Please stop. You're not. This gullible. Oh, so you don't believe this is happening. Wow, you see, and this is what I'm saying. I'm going to always report, um, you know, I think Coppinger and Salvador Rodriguez are are, are good as sources as any. Um, yeah, so I, I'm going to report. And not to mention, this also means that, that Keith and Earl are fighting and that Crawford and Rocha are fighting, and that Crawford, you know, might have did a one-fight deal um, with uh, Golden Boy. Who knows? My bad. Uh, I am being texted. By Arleano Sosa, the trainer Chris Colbert. <laughs> yep, yep. So uh, I'm being texted by everybody now. Serafina's ready for her guest. We're doing that at 3.30. And then we'll get Samuel Teal on the show. And... We are taking callers, Discord, Twitter spaces, and our landline. And let me send her the link. Yeah, man. Uh, so I'm excited. You know, this is the fight that I really want. So... If they could get it together, now they're talking. You know, Crawford made it seem like he couldn't get Earl on the phone at all in the past. Seems like uh, now um, they are talking according to uh, Michael Coppinger. So this is a good thing for me. And I don't mind each of them getting a tune-up. You know, so that there's no uh, no complaining. 
No, no, no complaining about this one having time off and this one not being fresh. You know, now Crawford has two, and Earl unfortunately has one. But you know, it is what it is. At least one is better than none. And you know, Keith gets his fight, the one that he wanted. So everybody happy. You know, not really me. I feel like this will be Keith's retirement fight. Uh, I don't know that he fights past. Earl Spence, if he doesn't get the win. Um, but I don't know. Maybe you guys could tell me in the comment section or when you call in. Uh, if Earl defeats Keith Thurman, do you see him fighting again? Or would that be his last fight? And if you are watching this on YouTube.com forward slash The Boxing Voice, do not forget to hit that thumbs up button. It's going to help with the visibility of the show. It's going to put this episode in the eyes of other boxing fans that may want to call in. And that call-in number is 1425-569-5241. Press 1 one time to voice your opinion. I see a lot of people saying Thurman and Roach are not tune-ups. Um, I mean, Rashidi Ellis beat Rocha. And no one's ever said Rashidi Ellis is on the level of a, you know, Earl or Crawford. And, you know, an older version of Pacquiao uh, and Barrios. You know, Pacquiao beat Thurman and then a, 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 a smaller version of Barrios moving up hurt Thurman. I don't know that he gets a win over the top of the division. Um, but it's on him to prove us wrong. Like, it's not my fault he hasn't fought nothing but three times in four years. It's not my fault that, you know, he got dropped in the Pacquiao fight. It's not my fault that he takes his mouthpiece out. So, like, he makes us believe these things by the actions that he is doing. And, uh, you know, that's that, you know. And, 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 you know, Rocha never got that Rashidi Ellis rematch. Um, he, he still has that going on. But, look, he'll be a good, like I said, you know, uh, if, if, if tune-up is a disrespectful word for you, then maybe he's a good lead-in to, you know, the Southpaw Earl Spence, you know. Um, yeah, maybe that'll work. But uh, I got some callers here on Discord looking like I got Zoro. What up? Hello, can you hear me? What's up, Vega? Oh, man, you know. Man, you changed that again, screen huh? name more than uh, underwear. Say what? You changed your screen name more than underwears. Yeah, well, don't expect it to change for a minute, man. Uh, you know, as a, as a fan of boxing, it's exactly what we want to see, exactly what we want to hear. These dudes doing what they can to make it happen. Uh, there's two of the best welterweights we've seen in a long time. You know, unified champ Earl Spence taking all his belts from other champions. Terrence Crawford, three-weight division, former undisputed, and all knockouts at his current weight class. You know, them hearing reports that they're actually speaking to one another. Uh, it, 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 you know, it's, a, you know, like I said, it's exactly what we want to hear, but, uh, you know, <laughs> we've been here before, man. Uh, 
I guess, you know, Errol did post last week. He is spending, you know, he made a little gift, uh, showed a little gift of him spending the block. So I guess it, this is in regards to that. But man, like, honestly, I'm just so sick and tired of hearing these fucking rumors. Wake me up when it actually happens. And, and like, it, it's, I'm, I'm done with this whole, you know, cheering for a fighter, especially when it comes to Errol, man. I got Bud stopping his ass now, man. I, I'm so sick of this shit. Like, yo, just shut up and fight, man. Good at the talking, but get the goddamn thing signed and let's get in the ring, man. That's all I got. Wait, you said you got Bud stopping Earl now? I got Bud stopping Earl, man. Earl, don't fight enough, man. It's Bud is out here trying to make fights, man. Damn, when did and you flip? If, if, when did you stop man, thinking Earl could win? Man, I woke up Sunday. It was an epiphany, man. I just started putting everything in perspective. I got to, that's why I give so much credit to Ryan Garcia, man. He had so many people in his ear, so many, you know, he has his, uh, he has his lawyer that helps him with most things. You know, he has his promoter and he said, I want one thing that's Javante. And I like that energy. And it just, Errol just, he wasn't giving that full energy and it's for a reason. I don't mm. think he truly believes hundred percent, nor the people around him that he can defeat Terrence Bud Crawford. And now I'm a believer of that as well. Damn. All right, that's I catch you on the next one. That's what makes the fight good, though, you know, because it got people flip-flopping, and, you know, it, it, it's going to surprise some of us with the outcome more than likely because, you know, we got our favorites. But once again, the number to call, 1425-569-5241. Press 1, one time, voice your opinion right here, voice of the people hotline. We also have our Discord Rocking and rolling, as well as Twitter spaces. I'm going to go ahead and uh, pin those, both those links in our live chat on YouTube in case anybody wants to call in using either Discord or Twitter spaces. And uh, you can use the call-in number, 1425-569-5241. In about six minutes, we'll have Samuel Teal, who got the big win on Saturday's card over Enrico Go-Go Key. Uh, so shout-out to him uh, for coming on the show. He's had some big wins in his career and some tough decisions for sure. If you're on Blog Talk, don't forget to hit that one button at least one time. That's going to indicate to me you're ready to rock and roll right here on YouTube and on the live show. And that'll have me, you know, allow me to help you get up on the show. Same thing on Twitter Spaces. Just got a request. And on Discord, same thing, request. Um... We just got a couple minutes before we get our first guest, Samuel Teal, on the show. I wish I would have bet on him, man. I I, I gave uh, our audience her advice and let them know, you know, he was a live underdog, but I didn't put the money on Samuel Teal, man. I wish I would have because he was paying out lovely. That was a big upset win for him. And that was on Brandon Figueroa versus versus um, Mark McSigo card that took place this last Saturday on Showtime. 
Uh, let me see what's going on in our live chat while we wait for our first guest. Crawford is great. There's nothing wrong with accepting reality. Okay, RD. I mean, you know. I don't know, uh, because I felt like the way Vega made it sound was like the longer we wait, the more it benefits Crawford. And I get it from the standpoint of activity. Now Crawford would have had two fights relatively back-to-back, -back, you know, with the Avenesian sometime in November maybe or December. And then, you know, whenever this Rocha pans out, which hasn't been announced yet, um, no date, no month, it would be good to get them going in the same month, maybe a week or two behind each other. Uh, on on you know, for Earl, he should, you know, it would be ideal for him and Keith to fight on Fox, and you know, for 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 Crawford, obviously he cannot do that, but uh, you know, one of those free weekends, the way Showtime does it, maybe he'd do a free weekend with the Zone or something, so he can get as many people to watch it as possible, uh, but. What date and month for Crawford? That's that's what uh, we really need to find out. That's the information that needs to get leaked because they're saying end of May, early June for Keith and Earl has been all the rumors. When would Crawford and Golden Boy get him out there on this one-off? Uh, Jonathan Sims says, we know the fights won't align like that. I mean... Seems like it's aligning, man. It seems like it's aligning right now. You know, things are falling in place. Um, is what it looks like anyway. So we should be getting Samuel Teal now. Just let him know to come through. Looks like Stalks 7 with a two-pound super chase says, that statement was put out so we pay for Keith. Um, okay, if you want to look at it that way, I could play that role. Uh, remember that this is what they did with Tank. It was more of an announcement with Tank, like, oh, we fighting Hector, then we fighting Ryan. But look how long it got before you actually had a signed contract. So all in all... Even though the intentions was there, the official statement took some time, you know. So I don't see it as a, you know, snatch and grab the way you making it look like they trying to, oh, put this, you know, dangle the carrot, snatch your money for Keith and Earl. And damn, you saying pay for Keith and Earl. I, I haven't heard, I haven't heard um, that they... You know, that that was pay per view. I didn't I didn't know that Keith and Earl was pay per view. Uh, I hope not, but I get it. You know, Keith uh, Earl's been pay per view for a long time now, and Keith just got on pay per view. We got Supermax that says we've seen this play out too many times before. One of these guys is going to get clipped before history always repeats itself. This will be no different. Damn, don't say that because then that means Keith beats Earl or Rocha beats Crawford. 
That's the over-marination, man. The over-marination. Uh, we got the axiom that says, sounds like announcement on the Ryan Tank pay-per-view seems to be the best way to announce Bud versus Spence. You know, the way that we think things should be announced and the way that they actually choose to do it are so different, right? They're so different. They're never on par with, like, we be thinking they're going to announce shit on Super Bowl weekend or, nah, it never happens. They never, they don't use the Super Bowl. They don't pay for a commercial. It's just, they not doing none of that, man. Boxing is a stepchild, man. Uh, not even a stepchild because, you know, people out here love their stepchildren, man. We are worse than that, man. They treat us worse. I don't even know what metaphor to use, but we don't get, as boxing fans, they, they, they treat us like, you know, we don't count. So if you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to hit that thumbs up. It's going to help with the visibility. Um, and don't forget you can also call in while we wait for our first guest, Samuel Teal. Thought he would be here by now. But, uh, yeah. I see Vega saying, uh, I'm in my Florida house. Yes, I am in my Florida house, man. Doing the shows from my home studio. Taking in some of this Florida weather, man. It, it's amazing out here, bro. I'm telling you, I love it. I love it. That's why I fucking came out here in the first place. You know, I got a run-in before the morning show this morning, and I still got to go to the boxing gym around 6. So, yeah, I love it out here, man. I feel youthful, you know? Uh, but if you haven't hit that thumbs up, go ahead and do so. It's going to help with the visibility of the show. We got Twitter spaces and Discord if you want to call in while we wait for our guests. Show business. Waiting on my guest, Samuel Teal. Got the big win this weekend. I ain't, I ain't, I, I, ain't, I ain't know he could do it and didn't bet, even though I had the inside info, even though I spread that inside info. But he picked it up, man. He picked it up. Moves on from here. Ranked 41 in the world globally on BoxRack. So we'll see what where he ends up. I can see a Pedraza fight. You know, Pedraza coming off with a draw and a loss or something like that. Richard Comey is fighting Jose Pedraza. You got you could do a Jose Zepeda fight. I would say Montana should give him a rematch. I always thought they, he deserved the rematch. Now I get the interview on him. Ask him, does he feel, you know, that he beat Montana? And Montana himself is coming off that Steve Sparks loss, so he could, you know, he needs a bounce back. All right, here we go. Tsunami Sam.
chat. Are you there? Looks like that is a no. All right, well, it looks like we're going to have to wait for him to connect, but uh, he is at least trying. I don't know that he is in an area with adequate Internet to actually get it going, but we'll see. Here we go again. What's going on, Tsunami Sam? How are you? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? I'm good, man. Happy for you, man. We had uh, Serafina on the show. I think it was the Thursday or the Friday right before your fight. She was letting us wow. know that, uh, you know, you had gotten that opportunity and that you were a live dog in that fight, man. And uh, I'm looking at the box track and I'm like, wow, you've been out the ring for so long. So I told my audience, man, and I said, you know, if you want to believe or put something on them, bro, you was like a, almost a four to one, too. I hope somebody in your family bet on you, man. You did good, too. You did good. They definitely did. I had, I had a close friend of mine that, that bet on me. Yeah. That's what's up, man. So were you in the gym because you didn't, you didn't seem to get gassed out like I would think a guy out of the ring for three years would. So were you uh, in someone's camp? Were you just staying busy? Or, I mean, how did it all come together for you? Well, to be honest, especially as you get older in age, I feel like that time, that time out of the gym was actually beneficial, um, to be honest, because even prior to me taking that break, I was like back to back. For a little, a little bit. bit, so I feel, I feel like, like that, that time was definitely helpful to me. It gave me my, it, it gave my body time to basically rejuvenate to, and recuperate. Um, uh, and and prior to that, like I, I, for like the, the past year and a half, I just kept on having cancer date after cancer day. So I was always in camp getting ready for a fight, and then it gets canceled. And even right before this uh, particular fight, we were supposed to fight in Canada. Uh, we had a full camp. We got out there, landed, and everything. Uh, got to the venue, and then the fight got canceled. So it just we was, was definitely consistently in the gym. I mean, I would take uh, 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 an unusual amount of time off in between, but we'll get a fight date, and I'll be right back to it. So the the, the time out of uh, out of uh, competition was hopeful. But like I said, I was always training. So I was telling my audience, you know, that after this win, I could see a lot of things shaking out for you, like maybe a Jose Pedraza fight. He's coming off of like a draw and a loss or something like that. Jose Cepeda, he's coming off that title shot opportunity. Um, I, would even, love, I would actually love that fight. Even Montana Love, I don't know how you feel, but I feel like I watched that. I feel like that was a show box. I feel like maybe you should have got the win, and that's what I be telling my audience for years, but now I finally got you. Do you think you deserve the win? Looking back on it now, do you think he deserved the win? Uh, talk to me about that Montana fight. Uh, 
I really, I really can't even recollect the Montana fight. Uh, I know I wasn't a hundred percent, and even for me not being a hundred percent, the decision was 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 a split, uh, a split decision on on his behalf. That that that's that's one that I really don't care too much for. He's not he, he's not like yeah he's he's up there in ranking, but he's not he's not somebody that I'm really like excited to fight. Um, I, 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 I could definitely, definitely see me taking that that that, that, that opportunity and, and getting and, and redeeming that loss, but I don't really care for um a Jose Pedraza, um uh Zepeda, any any of those guys that's like hungry about the sport, I would be excited for. But like I said, I wasn't hundred percent for that Montana fight. So given the opportunity and I'm hundred percent, it'd definitely be a different outcome. Yeah, and I mean, you know he got that zone deal. He's coming off of the Steve Sparks loss. So you never know if he, he feels confident to get back in there with you uh, to get, get, get back in the mix. But So what's your promotional stance? You a free agent, I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm a free agent. Um, I, I just, I, right now, I, I, I like my team. Um, I got Serafina uh, uh, on the lookout for fights uh, managing me. Um, I got a solid team. My, 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 my trainers, Rasheem Jefferson, um, Boxing Rail, um, uh, George G, and, 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 and Coach Freak. Uh, these guys are, are backing me. They, they support me 100%. So whenever a fight presents itself, I, I present it to them. If they like it, we go for it. And I got a, a, another overseer, John Howe. Whenever these guys come, in, come in, uh, into a consensus about a fight, I'm, I'm all, all for, for it. it. So has the phone started ringing? I mean, I know it's only two days, but I feel like that's a decent win. Um, a lot of people got to see Go-Go Key fight uh, Kent Clark twice, or Kent Cruz, excuse me, who was um, Ronnie Seals fighter. And now he's about to fight Gary Antoine Russell. So it's all relative, man. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Um, like I said, like I've never been... Any, anyone to duck any type of rat. So if it makes sense to me, I'm, I'm, I'm in. For sure, for sure. Uh, so when are you looking to get back, or are you just looking to see what you know what what makes the most sense in terms of when the phone rings, or do you got a projected month where you would like to get back in there? Uh, as soon as possible. As soon as possible. Um, like I said, uh, once once Serafina's, Serafina's just as hungry as I am, so she she she's on the prowl. Um, whenever she, she gives me a call, she, she definitely has been sending me messages and phone, letting me know uh, the different type of phone calls that's coming through. So if she likes it, my team likes it, I, I don't care about the fight. If my team likes it, I'm, I'm, I'm in it. So if my team, if my team feels like that, that, that it's a good opportunity, it's a good fight, I, they believe I could beat it. I believe I, believe I can, I can win. win. It don't matter who it is. I believe I can beat anybody. So if my team is in, is in a consensus about a fight, we just buckle down and we get the training. Has this win, you know, kind of given you a resurgence, rejuvenation of the career? Are you, re are you motivated to get back in it? Because now this is your second win in a row. And, you know, you are 35, but things are looking on and up and up. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. And, and I can't necessarily say that... Uh, this win kind of kind of rejuvenates my career. Uh, it definitely does a lot for my career, but I don't feel like I was in a position where my career had had basically died down. Yeah, I took a bad loss with uh, 
with, with the Asian kid, but I don't feel like the, 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 this this laws really. Uh, I mean, this win really is what catapults my career. If anything, if my career was like dwindling, it was just on me. You get what I'm saying? It was just my my my, my lack of passion a little bit. But so if, if it's in that sense, then yeah, it definitely gives me a little bit of fire to 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 get back on the horse and keep rolling. So what you think it, it is, because you have been up and down, you know, like you said, you, you, you had the, the tight fight with Montana. You got the win over Kenneth Sims, who, you know, people aren't, they not, they not accepting fights with, 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 with Kenneth Sims. But then you lose to Trey Tra- Tra- Sean Wiggins, but then you beat Sonny Fredrickson, but then you lose to Brandon Lee, but then you beat Enrique Gogo Key. So it's like, what's up? Why are you up and down? Is it? You know, the family, mentally, the, the you ain't found the right gym, the right team. What what would what, you what can you point the finger to? Nah, it's definitely it's it's, it's, it's definitely all on me. Um, and it's and it's a little bit of of uh, uh, the different things that you listed, but for the most part, it's just me. Um, a little bit of inconsistency on my behalf, and then sometimes just just not sticking to game plan when I jump in there. Uh. Uh, the uh, the Sims, uh, 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 the Wiggins, Wiggins fight, fight was definitely a fight that I should have taken. Um, I think I was, I was under a little bit of pressure at the time. Uh, but right now where I'm at, I really feel like I have come into myself as a fighter. Um, I would say like, I've been telling so many people leading up to this fight. I feel like the beginning of camp to the end of camp, I feel like my boxing IQ went from, if if if, 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 if you used to say my IQ was a, a six at the beginning of the camp, I feel like my IQ shot up to like a twelve by the end of camp. So you can't tell me that I wasn't winning this fight. You feel me? The only thing that the, the only thing that didn't go according to plan for me in this fight was the knockout. Because I I I definitely felt my IQ was so 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 up there that I feel like I was going going to go get, go get this guy out of there, um, and and I feel like it plays into that as well. My IQ just kept me on a little bit on the cautious side, so that's the only thing. But I feel like where I'm at right now, I definitely have have developed the IQ where it don't matter who it is. So I've been watching your career for so long. I'm trying to see what might have been the first fight, cause. Maybe the Oshaki fight. That what 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 network was that? Uh, Showbox. Probably the Oshaki fight. Damn, that was early in your career. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. Bruh, that damn one, two, three, four, five. What's that? Your eighth fight? Yeah, that was my. I think that was, was my, my ninth, ninth fight, fight maybe. maybe. I think I was either 8 and 2. No, no, actually, that was my 10th tenth, tenth or 11th fight. I think I was 8 and 2. Bro, you got to be punching at the air. When, the, when these motherfuckers is becoming champs, dudes you've been in there with, you beat. Like, you got to be like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. Uh, see, I, I really don't trip. Yeah, yeah. It, it definitely gets you to the... To thinking a little bit, but I really don't trip. It's a difference because these guys are boxing full time. Um, I got I got a whole bunch of things going on outside of boxing. I want to know. I want to know your story because I, I, mean, I promise I, I, you, 
I've been watching you for so long. I never even knew you was from uh, West Africa. Like I, I, I thought you was born. I thought you was a Philly dude. And now oh. I hear your accent. I'm like, damn, he got an accent. I Google and all of a sudden it say Liberia. I'm like, what the fuck? I had no clue. All this time I thought you was from Philly. Nah, right. Bought, bought, bought out there and everything. I was in the middle of the world out there and all that. When, how old were you? When did you come to America? Uh, I was like nine or ten. Okay. I was, I was like, I was, I was probably like ten years in New York, and then from New York we came to Philly. Wow. Damn, that's yeah, a big trip yeah. from New York to Philly. How long y'all stood in New York? Uh, we was in New York probably for like two years. And then Big change from New York to Philly for sure, right? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Even absolutely. though Philly got its city life, but it's um, you know, I guess it's, you know, P- it's still PA, right? It's still PA, so yeah. it's like you gonna find your countryside. Mm-hmm. It was it a was huge difference, yeah. yeah. And there's a and there's a huge uh, uh, a Liberian, Liberian community out in Philly, Philly too. too so. so really, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Southwest, Southwest is like low Africa. Africa. Man. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, this going to sound dumb, but, like, do you go to, like, the West Indian parades that, uh, that, no, is, nah. am I saying, nah, I'm saying the wrong nah. thing? I think it's, is it, or I, is I, it, I, in I, Jamaica, I, I know I, in, in New York, they do something, like, um, oh, my God, what's that? What's I, 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 I'm a I'm little ashamed. ashamed. I'm actually just getting, just getting in touch with my, with my African side a little okay. bit. Okay. I, I, I just. I just I just, I just started, started listening, listening to the, to the African, African music and all that, that man. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 even, even even coming out, out even coming out to this fight, fight I walked out, out to a little burner boy. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm just getting in touch with it a little bit. I'll be I'll be in the gym. They be going crazy because I'll be playing that the the African African music. That's good, man. I, I I like it. I had no clue. I'm telling you, I seen all them showbox. I had no clue. I hear the accent yeah, I, now, though. A lot of people don't know until I tell them. Yeah, man. So how much time did they give you for this last fight? When they called you, how much? How many weeks out was it? Well, see, well, see, they initially they called us. We had like maybe like seven or eight weeks for the fight, and then they canceled it. They 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 they, they, they oh. And then they and called they us back, back with like exactly five, five weeks, weeks left. left. So once, once they canceled it, like I said, like I'll be working. I'll be working. So and and and, and, and for me, for like, like boxing, like it's it's, it's not, not it's not it's not, not as if I was a, I'm I'm a I'm a young man where I'm a young kid where I have just like a small, small responsibility. So right now I got a son, so I got I got major responsibility. So for the most part, when I don't have a when I don't have a date, like I'm I'm not in the jump. Yeah. So the minute, so the minute they canceled the fight on us, I was like, all right, I'm gonna see y'all when we get a fight date. So I was out I was out the gym again. Damn, so what you doing on the side? Well, I work for the city. I I drive mass transit. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's like yeah. eight, ten hours, right? If that, I, 11, 12 hours a day. Yeah. And, and then I'll be humping, so sometimes I'm doing 20 hour, 20 hour bids in a day. Word. If, Gotta yeah. get it, man. Gotta get it. Yeah, yeah. So so it's, it's grown man problems over here. So whenever as soon as soon as Sarah hit me and they canceled the fight, and mind you, like I said, we were supposed to fight in December. 
Yeah. Uh, in Canada, and we was in camp. We was in camp for that. Bro, wait a minute. So how do you stay in shape with twelve? So you not running unless they give you a fight. I'm not doing nothing unless they give me. Holy shit! I'm even more impressed. You beat that kid. That's crazy. Uh, uh, but but it's 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 all in knowing my body, knowing myself. I peak because I train so hard. Like I said, I got a sturdy team. Uh, George G. Rasheem Jefferson and Rich and Famous Feet. Um, I got a sturdy team, and these guys be on me. So just just as much as they be on me, when the bell when they when they give me that fight date, my motivation, my mindset, everything changes. So wait, so so your job gives you two months off or ten weeks off, whatever you ask for. Hell no, I'm training around work. What? Yes, I'm training around work. I'm training around. Look, Look, I just, I just fought, fought Saturday. Saturday. I gotta, I gotta go back to work tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> I'm training. Shit. I'm I'm I'm, I'm training around work. work. Yeah. yeah. So, so like, like I said, I we were supposed to fight in December. December. Like, like initially it was November fifth in Canada, and we was in camp. And then they hit us. They was like, uh, we taking y'all off the car. We gonna push y'all back to December. So that messed me up. So I I think I took I dialed down, and then we we got back on it, and then started getting ready for December. And then we got all the way out there, and then the fight got canceled, and they tried to postpone us for January 13th. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Like, I'm not, that's, that's, that's a lot of money I'm losing. That's, that's a lot of time I'm wasting. So I'm not even going to take that risk again. So, so, so this fight got rescheduled, postponed three times? Not this particular one. Oh. It was a, it was a different dude, a Canadian dude. That, that got, got postponed, postponed twice, twice. And, they and they tried to postpone it for a third time, and I was like, no, nah, I'm good. And then I was out the gym, and then Sarah hit me about this fight, and this fight was supposed to be February 28th or 25th, one of them dates, and then that got canceled. So I was out the gym, and then she hit me like a week later. I was out the gym for like another week. She hit me like a week later, and then it was like, all right, they, 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 they want you back. I was like, all right, back. All right, back in the gym. So I got back in the gym. So I'm working. I'm working, getting off work at 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm listening. Getting off work 1 o'clock in the morning. Wake up, come home. I get home probably like 1.40, 1.40 in the morning. Come home, wake up 6, 6 o'clock in the morning, go do road work, go to the gym, 9 o'clock. Get right back to work. Day in and day out. Um, Wait, so from 9 a.m. to what? How many? How much? How many hours in the gym? Uh, probably like I probably need to jump probably like 12. Okay. Yeah, nine, Damn. nine, 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 thirty to 12. Yeah. So I was doing that all throughout camp, all throughout camp, and then and then from there, right back to work. Damn. Yeah. And like, and like I said, I said I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in the gym until I get a fight day, but I, 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 I peak so fast. I train so hard and I peak so fast and I'm a pescatarian too. So it helps me to keep my body from going so far up in weight. Yeah. So, 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 so I never have to worry about my weight, but I peak so fast. I train so hard and I got my guys that be pushing me to the point where whenever we get a fight day, we can be ready in like two, three weeks, but... 
at the, at the level where I'm competing at, if I, I need at least four or five weeks or more to properly get ready for this level of opposition. So four or five weeks, they, they Sarah hit us, we had five weeks. I'm like, I bet, let's dial in. We dial in. And it was even crazy because I had personal stuff going on, family stuff too, that caused me to miss some days out the gym. Uh, two of my trainers was- How many days? In a week is a good week for you. Like, you know, how many days you want to hit the gym? A good a week? Getting ready for a fight? Yeah. A good a week, week is six. Sunday off. Sunday off. And even on Sundays, and this still is running. something I picked up. Even, yeah, even on Sundays, this is something I picked up from Ben and Kent Rebutt now. Even on a Sunday, I'm in the gym. I mean, I don't even go to the gym, but I pick Sundays as, because you know, uh, uh, but on, on, on Sunday, they do like uh, a leg day. So on Sunday, I go to the steps. I do some steps or something with, my, with, my, with one of my brothers. So even on Sunday, I'm working. You feel me? But on a, on a good week, I'm, I'm hitting the gym every day. Every day. But that's, that's, that's very rare. Mm. So who are you using for sparring? Because I'm like, man, you being down in Philly, but you you you... you I don't know. I mean, you do do you get work with boots? I know that's a division uh, above. Uh, uh, I haven't worked with boots in a while. I used to work with boots a lot. I used to work with uh, 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 Pooh, Boots brother, uh, uh, Pooh Ennis, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I used to work with Pooh a lot. And then my first time working with boots, he was 16. But once Pooh, once Pooh stopped boxing, boots was the go-to. You feel me? Because I used to love boxing pool. So once once Boots uh Boots stopped boxing, Boots was the go-to. I used to box Boots all the time. Uh, for this fight, one of the best work I could I could possibly ask for was Mark Dawson. Uh, a very versatile, very great at creating distance. Uh, Paul Crow. Um, um. Uh, I had I had a, a bunch of other guys. I, we got a we got a good stable. Uh, Rashim Jefferson. He got a good stable of fighters. Karan Hooks, Brandon, um, we got a bunch of guys, Damien, we got a bunch of guys, but uh, for this, Mark Dawson was a very good look for me for this fight. Okay, okay, so uh, I also hear you've been in camp with Devin Haney. Yeah, I've been in camp that? with I've been in camp with Devin Haney. I've been in camp with uh, Terrence Crawford. Um, I was in camp with uh, Lippinets at one point too, but I didn't get a chance to work with him. Um, he had a little injury, but yeah, I love I love being in camp with Devin. But man, uh, it's it's different things that both of those guys has like just not even done per se, just their whole camp. It's different things that both of those guys has has passed down to me that. But will forever correlate throughout my career. Like what specifically? What you seen that you was like, oh wow. But one of the one of the first things that one of the first things that was was passed down to me when I was in camp with Devin and them. Um and and I noticed how how important it was down down my career. One of the most important things that they passed down when I was fond dad was uh they they noticed that I had anxious energy. They they, they, they they said I was a little jittery. I had anxious energy because every time, like he would he would react 
not not me being scared or nervous or nothing like that, but I will overreact all the time. You feel me? And that stuck with me. And that stuck with me. And I feel like that also played a part in my uh, my fight with Brandon Lee. So that that really didn't click until 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 then. Um. And 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 as far as experience, man, being in there with Bud, just it was just different. Easily. Easily the best person I've been in the ring with my whole career, and it's and it's and I picked up a lot from him. His rhythm. Damn, champ, you from Philly? They gonna come looking for you. You've been in there with Boots too. Yeah, yeah. Listen, but that was a young Boots, so it's not comparable. Or you think it don't matter? Uh, I, I work, I work with Boots in this, as, as he's as he's gotten older. It just okay. it's, it's been it's been a couple years, so it's not it's not this this current Boots, but. Um, um, I would I say would maybe like three, four years, maybe. maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure, I'm sure he's a different, he's a different uh, type of fighter now. But like, I, I, I definitely been in there with some good opposition. I don't know if you remember Tyrone Brunson. I used to be in there with him a lot too. Yeah, I used to be in there with him a lot too. Um, so I definitely, I listen. So it, it, and it kind of took me, it, it kind of took, took, took me and my whole team by surprise. What uh, Brandon, Brandon Brandon Lee was able to do because we, I'm like yo, I don't feel punches from some of the strongest, some of the best. So it, it felt a little a little surreal to me. It felt a little unusual, like an unusual type of power. I'm not making any accusations, but it just didn't feel regular to me. Cause I've been, I've been, I've been, How I've you been, gonna I've been, say you're not making any accusations, but making accusation? I'm, I'm just saying it don't feel regular. I'm not, I'm not accusing them of anything. I'm just saying it didn't feel regular to me. You feel me? I've been, I've been hit, I've been hit by Tyrone Brunson, like flush. I mean, I went ten rounds this morning with, with, with Tyrone Brunson, and I felt, I felt some power. I've been, I've been, I've been hit, hit by, by Bud, and I and felt some, some power. Bud is not like, Bud is not like a one-punch dumping type of type of dude, but he got power, like he's physically strong. Yeah. You feel me? So it just, it just, and then, and then it was weird because the minute I hit the ground, I was good. So it was just weird to me. You feel me? I would, I, would I would love the opportunity to run any one of my losses back. But Honestly, not, I looked at that fight and I'm like, damn, is it just that time in his career where like, cause you you never been knocked out till that point. And I'm like, is it cause he 35 and he just old now? So I was scared. That's why I swear to God, Sarah told us to bet on you. I'm like, I told my audience, do what y'all want. I'm, I'm staying away cause I wasn't sure. I'm like three years out the ring, coming off a knockout. You know, I see you had the Larry Fryer win, but it's like, you know, I'm just like, oh, I'm going to stay away. And then and, you did and, it. And, 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 and to be honest, Larry Fryer wasn't no, uh, I, mean, I mean, you can't tell from how, how I handled him, but he wasn't no, he wasn't no, no pushover. You feel me? He came, he came, he had the whole Yonkers New York out here. Like, there was back then. Like, he wasn't. He was, he was game. game. He, was he was game. game but, but if you, you watch that Larry Fry fight, fight and, 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 and 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 like I said, said like my IQ just jumped up like crazy because even in that Larry Fry fight that 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 for as long as it lasted, you could see my discipline. 
You feel me? You can see my punch selection. You can see my patience. And I feel like one thing that if I could take anything back from my fight with, 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 the, with the Asian brother, one, my, one thing that I would change, one thing that has definitely changed is my, my discipline. I feel like I was over anxious in that fight. You feel me? Especially once the bell rang and I seen how easy I was, it was for me to touch him with my jab. Because I was, I was handling him. Like, I was touching him at will with my jab. You feel me? Which was the plan. Uh, but one thing that I would definitely change was, was would be my patience. I, I definitely was a little overzealous and I was a little overconscious of, oh, this dude could punch. So I'm like, I'm, I'm doing too much head movement. I'm all over. So... I feel like my IQ now would definitely uh, cause that to be a different type of fight. Well, Sam, man, I totally appreciate you coming on. Give everybody your social media uh, in case they not following and they could do so. And, and we do appreciate you coming on, man. Next time you get a, another fight, um, you know, we'd like to get you on so you can make that fight announcement, man, before, before the fight actually happens. For sure, for sure. For sure. For sure. I, I appreciate you having me on, man. Uh, I don't have, I, I, I got Twitter, but I don't really be on there, though. But uh, uh, on Instagram, tsunami underscore same one. Uh, and then Facebook, just my regular name, Sam MT. All right. Well, once again, to be clear, because uh, we just had uh, Bruce Trampler on, right? Or Brad Goodman. Uh, we had one of them on the other day. So, Brad Goodman. You, my, that's my, that's my, my guy, man. All right, so you said you want Pedraza or Cepeda, right? Yes, sir. All right, but that's top rank. What about on that matchroom side? Man, listen, I don't care. If it makes sense, I'm in it. Like, and I and I always felt that way about my whole career. Like, these promoters, and they try to shortchange you on fights. But if it makes sense, I'm in. I don't care. I mean, you see who hot on that matchroom side these days. You see who's hot right here. Hot right here. Like, it, it don't get no hotter than Africa, man. So listen, if it makes sense, I'm in it. Oh, shit. I thought you was actually calling him out. That's what they call him is Africa at 140. Richardson Hitchens. It, it don't make a difference to me. It don't make a difference. If it makes sense, man, like, I'm, I'm in it. Like, this, 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 this is the business at the end of the day. So, if it makes sense, like, let me add it. Yo, before I let you go, though, and since you've been in camp with Bud, uh, Michael Coppinger of ESPN is reporting that they agreed to the split. Looks like that fight might be happening for 2023. Do you believe it happens? And who you picking? I, absolutely. But I'm, 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 I believe it happens 100%. That, that's something that I feel like both of those guys want. Both of those guys needed for their legacy. We really don't know what's going on uh, behind closed doors. Uh, we can make speculations all day, but we already know how boxing works. Um, I feel like both of those guys genuinely want that fight. Um, but I'm biased, though. I'm biased, so I'm, 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 I'm bud all day, pound for pound. And that's because you've been in there? Uh, just, just, just from a, just, that's from me being in there. But at, but at the same, same time, time, just from me putting the styles together, um, Bud, Bud is a technician. Bud is he, he, he's great at making adjustments. Um, I, I, I'm 
<laughs> For sure, Chant. Well, we appreciate you giving us the time, man. Look forward to getting you back on. No doubt, no doubt. Appreciate you. All right. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Contender Samuel Teal. Appreciate him coming on the show. We are talking Earl Spence, Terrence Crawford reportedly agreed to split. But Thurman and Roach are still next for each man, which is exactly how I want it. This way, there's no excuses about who's in shape, who's not ready, who needs a tune-up, who's been out the ring too long. But you know the number to call, 1425-569-5241. Press 1, one time to voice your opinion right here on the Voice of the People hotline. I'm going out to Twitter spaces. Looks like Mr. O'Malley, what up? Yo, yo. You there, champ? Try that one more time. You there? I hear you. I hear you. Yo. What's good? Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, you can hear me? You can hear me? I hear you, brother. Can you hear me? All right. Cool, cool, cool. Nah, um, honestly, my opinion, bro, like, on how that fight I feel like a go, man. It could go really either way. I feel like it's Terrence. Like, dude was saying before, like, Terrence able to, you know what I'm saying, adjust to damn anything. But Terrence get hit a lot, too, at the same time. Like, Terrence get hit a lot. You feel me? But Earl ain't get a Man. knockout. He got a face breaking. So it's not It's not like if if he hit Terrence, he could knock him out. He, You know, like, it take accumulation. Nah, not even. Like, I feel like, I feel like with Earl's body, body, you know what I'm saying, his body work, that's why I think, you feel me, that could be a problem. I'm not saying that Earl going to win, but I feel like that's where that will be a problem for Terrence Crawford. Because if you watch the fight with Benavidez, Benavidez hurt Terrence Crawford to the body. If you watch the fight close, it's like the third or fourth round. He hurt Benavidez. I mean, Benavidez hurt Terrence Crawford to the body. And then later on in the fight, he hit him again and hurt Terrence Crawford to the body. But Terrence Crawford know how to suck it up, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? At, like I said, at the same time, he know how to adjust. And you feel me? That could be a big factor in the fight. And along with what I said, or if he can really take that, that body work from Earl Spence, man. Because that's a real 147-pounder, man. Since he was a kid, you feel me? Like 15 years old, he been that size. You know? Word. So it's like... Man, that's a tough decision. I feel like I I, I low-key want to go with Earl, but, man, it's hard to count Terrence out, you know? Like I say, like, that's what I think it is. And with the – Terrence got more – is more crafty, but, you know, Terrence always been the bigger guy. You know what I'm saying? The better guy. He ain't never really been in there with a real – like I said, a real live 147-pounder. I mean, Jeff Horn went all the way up to 160, bro. Jeff Horn is a trash box, bro. <laughs> he don't count, man. I mean, he count, yeah, the 147 pound, but not like, I'm talking about like thoroughbred, you feel me? Bro, how he don't you count? He got a like win a over Pacquiao, and then he moved up to 60. What about what about uh, uh, Jose Benavidez? He moved up to 54. Right, but still, Benavidez was had a little his little bullshit. Right, whatever he machine. had going on. Me machine That's is a, a real dude. welterweight. Me machine is a real welterweight. Me machine. I mean, 
semi, but he's not elite though. He's not a thoroughbred. You know what I'm saying? Damn. That's what I'm talking about, like a thoroughbred. He ain't fought no thoroughbred 147-pounder yet. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He hasn't fought a thorough 147-pounder yet. He's fought guys that come up in weight. You know what I'm saying? And, like, these guys that come up in weight and all that, they not Roy Jones. You know what I'm saying? They not Canelo. They're like, they not that good to play around in these weight classes like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, he ain't never really been. The last time he been in there with somebody that had some real thunder was Yuri Akis Gamboa. You feel me? Some real thunder behind their punches was Uriokis. You feel me? Yeah. And I'm pretty. I don't think. I don't think Uriokis hit as hard as Earl Spence do. You know what I'm saying? We know Uriokis had pop back then, and he actually hurt Terence Crawford a few times. And Terence Crawford has a tendency to get hit. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, at the same time, he's very crafty. Crafty, and he knows how to adjust. Can he adjust to that power? Can he adjust to a real live? Thoroughbred, one forty-seven. I mean, he adjusted you know in all his fights, bro. He 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 the one shows levels, so I'm pretty sure he he could do it. That wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? Well, guys, that what that 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 don't equate to to Errol Spence. And I'm not like I know you know what I'm saying. I don't want nobody to think I'm like holding Errol Spence nuts because Errol Spence definitely get you know what I'm saying. Like he he had like he had problems with Kell Brook. I wish Kell Brook wouldn't have fought Triple G. You know what I'm saying? That fight probably would have diff- went a different way with that Earl Spence cover fight. You know what I'm saying? But that's another thoroughbred 147-pounder. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, he was already broken by the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, But still, that's another thoroughbred. You know what I'm saying? When he was healthy type shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I say, Terrence Crawford, not a thoroughbred 147-pounder, bro. I mean, he's a thoroughbred 147-pounder, but he hasn't been in there with another fresh and healthy thoroughbred 147 pound. You get what I'm saying? I hear you, Chad. I hear you. I and hear I'm not you. trying to like argue nothing, but like I say, the fight could go either way. I, I, the only reason I'm saying Earl Spence is because of the that, but like I say, I can't count Terrence Crawford. I would love to see Terrence win. That's a bad man. His wallet probably say BMF on them, man. Bad motherfucker. You hear me? Right. It probably says that shit on them. You know what I'm saying? But like I say, I would like to see that type of, you know what I'm saying, action. You know? Real talk. Well, all right, champ. Let me get to some other callers. Thank you for calling in. Yeah, go crazy. Mr. O'Malley, appreciate you. Uh, we going out to the 919 on the check-in. Looking like we got... Rob in North Carolina. What up? Yeah, what's going on, Les? What up, what up? Um, as far as the fight, I, I think it's, it, it possibly could happen. I ain't going to say it's 100%. I think this is a little damage control because nobody really wants the fights that we're about to get from them next. And then... This this thing that's still in question is Earl Spence going up to fifty four and coming back down to Yeah, 47. that's definitely still, still in question. Yeah, that's still like a built in excuse for the like you know what I'm saying? If you really want no excuses, everybody good, like he need to fight Keith at one forty seven. Like that going to one fifty four is still looking like is y'all just trying to get people to support these fights and think they gonna get that one next and you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
He stay at 54 or some shit. Like, I hope it ain't no bullshit. Like, because this news is coming out. Like, oh, they agreed to this. Like, all right, okay. But the fight do go down. I got Crawford. Um, I don't know. I think Spence... I think he was getting hit a lot in that Ugas fight. I don't like everybody. I know he finished him off, like he hurt him or whatever. But Ugas stopped moving. But those first rounds, I feel like Ugas was like he was boxing him pretty good, giving him a little lesson in there. Like I don't know why he stopped moving like he was and just stood there. But um, I think that's what it, I think Crawford gonna do that same thing to him. But I don't think it's gonna stop like. It, and if it do get to a point where he stopped moving, shit. Like, people don't give Crawford credit, man. He's probably up. If not, he's definitely one of the hardest hitting at 147. I don't know why everybody keeps trying to say he ain't this, he ain't. Man, he's been knocking every his last 10 opponents. Everybody at 147, he fought, he finished. He, like, Earl Spence, he accumulate punches. Terrence Crawford, like, he got that, he got that, that sneaky power. Like, his... His, his shit is, he got explosiveness with his punches, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, he can knock anybody out, so all that, like, you acting like Errol Spence is the one that's the most big, he's probably the bigger physically, but I think Crawford hit harder, and I think he's been proving that. I mean, he got career. the, he like, the one got the 10 knockouts, but Earl did break, you know, uh, Earl broke Brook face and Uga's face. Yeah, but you see how Uga stood there, though? I mean, that like, shit don't Uga, matter. It's, it's, it, what matters is the contact and what he caused with that contact. That's what I think. You know what I mean? How he, how you think Earl was looking before before that, though, in the first, like, five rounds? I mean, you know, that's what they say about the Kelbrook fight. I don't think none of that matters. What matters is the outcome, especially if you, you, you ended by yeah. stoppage. Like look at look at That's look at true. Ryan, yeah. right? Ryan got dropped by Campbell, but don't nobody care because he got up and got the knockout. That's a fact. That was that was Earl Spence like not first knockout in the wild too. Cause he was going twelve rounds with damn near everybody. So I don't know, we'll see. I got Crawford though. If the fight really go down. <laughs> yeah. Word, man. Thanks for to. calling in. I hope it do go down, man. I, that's why I'm I'm staying. Look, I honestly thought this fight would happen before Tank and Ryan, and that's happening. So I gotta stay optimistic. I gotta be like, yo, they made that. They gonna make this. And I know some people gonna come on, man. You know they made that because there's more money in Tank and Ryan. They got the big, you know, social media following. Blah 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 blah. But I'ma still remain optimistic, man. I'ma still remain optimistic. Uh oh, shout out SDX Renzi. What up? Gang! Shout out TBV. What is going on now? What up, chat? Nothing much, man. You already know. A good weekend of boxing. Made a little bit of money. We ain't hit all the way, but hey, another week to do it, man. Tony gonna, Tony gonna pull something for us this week. Uh, but as far as this fight, Ness, you already know. I'm with you, man. I'm optimistic. Like we said, we, we definitely getting Tank and Ryan. So I feel like this fight going this fight going it's going to happen when it happens, you know. Uh I feel like it's still a sense of build up for me. I like that they got the the two separate fights. Like you said, I'm I I don't really like the uh arrow going up and wait to come back down, but I mean, they both got two fights. I feel like those fights to give 
you know, even more excitement for when they come back around because then after they fight, they're going to call each other out or mention it. Of course, they're going to get asked about it. And I feel like it'll just build the hype up again, man. I don't see them doing the fucking Anthony Joshua, Deontay Wilder thing where they just miss the hype and then fuck around and it dies before it could even happen, you know? Yeah. So I feel like they want to catch it. They just want to catch it at the peak. It'd be like stocks be high and everybody like, yeah, let's go for this shit. And then all the little discrepancies come out. And as the, the, the cloud on it drops or the hype about it drops, then they kind of pull back from it. So I feel like as long as the fans, we keep that shit hype, you know, through these next fights that they have. And then once they try to put it out there again, everybody just stay optimistic behind it and, and, and make them give us this fight. I think we'll get it. And if, if it happened, I'm, I'm rocking with Bud. Um, I'm not the biggest Spence fan. I just, I just personally, like, I know Spence is a good fighter. I personally just like to see versatility in boxing and between, like, uh, Bud and the boots and, I don't know, I just like switch fighters. So I just feel like, of course, Spence is going to get some rounds. He's going to get some rounds. I, I'll even, in my head now, I'm, I'm even going to possibly give him the first two to four of the, of, the, of the first rounds, to be honest, if he's going to get crazy rounds like that. I see him getting them early. I see Bud just really, like, being patient, and then he gets that fucking equalizer moment where he like, okay, now I got to work. You feel me? Like, I feel like that's where Bud to be. He likes to get his back a little bit against the wall because then that's when he, he kick in, when he got to face some, a little bit of adversity and really, all right, let me separate myself. Even if it's an even fight, I feel like second half, he's just going to get that equalizer moment where it's just like, you got to show what makes you better than the next man. And I feel like that's like, uh, I hope it gives me the uh, Sean Porter fight vibes. Mm. Uh, but uh, Bud versus Sean Porter. Yeah. I hope it's like that, where it's just, you can't, we don't really know where it's going up until when shit really starts to hit the fan. And that's, that's how I hope it happened, where it's just, that that second half late in late rounds in the fight championship rounds, Bud just lay that shit on them or or they all just go they go all out. Uh, Spence bring his shit too, and somebody just gonna fold. But I really don't wanna I really don't wanna um, say that it won't happen. So me I'm going either I, I really want to say Bud by decision, man. I feel like if he don't even if he can't get a stoppage, he at least gonna drop Spence once. That's what I'm hoping for. And that's why I, that's, I feel like that's what's going to really solidify the win for him. Uh, a knockdown in the, between the, the, the eighth and the, the eighth and the twelfth. So you not mad that Thurman and Rocha are next for each? Mm, not really, because I, I really need somebody to get fucking Thurman out the way. I'm tired of even hearing this clown name, bro. I mm. know you like him. I, I'm not. I, I told you honestly. I wanted uh, I wanted them to feed the uh, Thurman the boots, but you ain't you ain't never been a fan of that. Nah. I, like so, I don't even see how Thurman still gets. If we not willing to feed Thurman to boots, I don't even know why we talking about him with these two guys. Like like in that, I don't even see how he get to be up there in that bubble with them. You feel me? So to me. Uh, it's a tune-up. 
not even the tune up, really. I don't. I I just don't give Thurman that much. He ain't showed me shit. Like I I, I like active active fighters. Thurman give me Ryan Garcia. You feel me? He mm. talk it up. He he in the media. He get himself going. But are you gonna fight? You feel me? Like, are you really gonna fight? Are you 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 want to fight? Will you take what they give you? Like I just want to see him fight. If he fight and show me something, I'm cool. But I ain't gonna lie, Thurman ain't he ain't got it for me. Especially not with no Spence. Uh, Spence might stop his ass, to be honest. Wow. For real, for real. I I ain't got I ain't feeling him. Well, I. That's your boy though, Ness. You like you like Thurman. Hell yeah! You just reminded me to text him. <laughs> yeah, tell him, tell him. I'm, I'm betting the knockout against him. Yeah, man. Right, shout out, shout out, TBV. That's my card. That's I ain't gonna hold you. SDX Renzi, thanks for calling in. Alabama stand up. Brandon Hooker, Houston, what up? You sound muffled, champ. Hello. I hear you now. My bad, brother. I was running. I had to stop. Damn, Take my getting a miles in. Getting a miles in. Man, I'm excited about boxing. But anyways, let me um, let me say what I gotta say real quick before I start ranting. Uh, I'm glad this this is uh, agreed to between Thurman and Spence. I mean, uh, you know what I'm trying to say, right? Because regardless if if uh, Spence fights at 150, right? Let's say he doesn't even knock out Thurman; they go the distance, and he wins. But let's say Crawford at 147 stops Rosa. He wins. Then then they still can still fight at 150 because what's next after that for Crawford, for Crawford is Charlo. So that could be his first fight at 154, get Spence out the way, and then go for the undisputed. You know what I mean? That's how I feel because I think Terrence Crawford is the real deal. Uh, the first time I ever called in, we was talking about uh, uh, Regis, and, and somebody asked in the chat if I was related to Mo, uh, Maurice Hooker. So I talked to my uncle, and, and he says uh, he's not too sure about Maurice, but he says he knows, uh, I think, Ter- one of Ter- Terrence Crawford's uncles or something like that. They went to, uh, they played ball together in Nebraska State. So I thought that was pretty cool, man. It's a small world. And, Hell uh, yeah, that's cool. Regardless. Hell yeah, it's it's real cool, man. So I can't wait to, uh, you know, when this fight goes down, I really see Terrence Crawford actually defining modern times what pound for pound is supposed to mean. You know, ever since uh, Ray Robinson, we haven't had a fighter like actually embody what that means, pound for pound, going up in weight or going down, depend whatever, but always carrying their power, uh, always finishing strong, closing the show. You know what I mean? And 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 that's what Terrence Crawford does, man. So I'm behind, you know. I'm Team Crawford, man. I, you know. So good luck, Spence. Uh, Thurman, I, you know, I, I'm always going for the underdog too. Thurman might shock people. So and then hopefully he gets a, a belt at 147 and and you know can still stick around. I just miss Thurman with the long hair. I feel like ha ah, word know, is born. It's like Samson <laughs> in the Bible. It's like once he cut the hair, he ain't been yeah. the same. Yeah, yeah. So that's my call, Ness, man. I appreciate it, man. Keep up the good work, everybody. Uh, smash the like button. Appreciate God you. Bless. If you want blog talk and you feel like I ain't go to you, that's because you ain't press one. Go ahead and press one. 
and we'll get you on the show. We going out to Jonathan Sims. What up? Yeah, yo. Yep. Hey, Ness. Hey, man. Thanks for another show, dog. I love this shit. Really appreciate Thank it. you for calling really in. We need the callers. For sure, for sure. So let me let me get into my spell. So first, um, the verse of the day comes from Corinthians 12 through chapter 12, 12 through 30, 27. So that there should be no division in the body, but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. Now you are the body of Christ and each one of you is part of it. So let's spread love and not hate. We work as one, not as individuals. Now to the topic. Ness, let me start off by asking you, who wins this fight if they were to fight, Earl or Crawford? The fight fans. Huh? No, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Earl don't even rock with you, so it don't even matter. The fight fans. Ooh. Okay. Okay. The fight fans. Um, for me, it's tough, right? Um, and let me start out by saying I am an Earl Spence fanboy. I, I love the dude as a fighter. I think it's most art when he's in the ring. He's a special kind of guy. Crawford is too, but Earl captivated me first. So I want to start out by saying that first in case there's some biasness in my um, context. Uh, so for me, um, it just doesn't line up. Uh, Earl Spitz gets one fight since um, his last fight, and Boot Bug gets two. And my whole thing is, you know, when Earl gets his fight with Keith, will that line up to where Bud is fighting so they're right on the same schedule? Will they stagger? Like, how would that look? The other fact is, and Ness, I'm going to have to steal something from you from earlier show today when you told Danny, stand for something or fall for anything. So to me, that means principles, morals, values. So the fact that we're still okay with Earl versus Keith, it's just mind-boggling. We just got to, I mean, at this point, we just we just trying to get to the next level. Bro. He's the big fish. He's the big fish. But if, but if he was the big uh -huh. fish, he would be having two fights like Crawford and not one. I thought he was the I thought he was the man. Isn't he I the mean, money guy? Like, you gotta isn't tell there a us, long you, list of people looking you, to fight him? You Oops. started this call um, off saying that you are Earl Spence guy, so you gotta tell us why he's not fighting three times a year like Canelo if he's the big boss. Because he's not as in a position like he think he is. Oh. And that's just period point blank. Um these fighters aren't as smart as they think they are. Uh, and hell, some of these promoters aren't. Um, when you look at a Fortune 500, 100 company, some of the major sectors in their business is operations and supply chain, finance, and marketing. Marketing is what drives a fighter. Marketing is what drives business. Your brand is how well you market it. They don't even get that part right. So for me, with Earl being the big fish, I just think that's a moniker. But he probably don't even know what that really means. He barely even knows what it takes to put the a whole fight together. He admitted that two to three years ago. So I just Man, think for that a dude for him to, to say, say you an Earl Spence guy, you're taking a lot of shots. I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. You can't and, do that. Get... If you a fan, you got to love blindly. No, no. That's just like being a Christian and following blindly. I don't go to church and tithe, but that doesn't make me not a Christian. I'm just not about to tithe 10% because you asked for it. You're going to kick me out? Okay, then. 
So my whole point is love the guy Earl. He's a phenomenal he's not a real fighter, Earl but he's fan, not moving. Man. He's not moving like he said he would move. And personally, at this point, I do have Bud beating him for the simple fact that I think Earl's out of the ring antics have have evened the fight out. Um, whether they're self-inflicted, which people tried to take my head off when I said the car crash was self-inflicted, um, to this non-stuff that he can't control, um, he has been he has allowed. To, in my opinion, for Crawford to catch up to him. I thought he had a huge lead in that fight, but I think he's allowed Crawford to catch up. And I think, I, I'm not going to say he gets stopped, but I think Crawford beats him. And honestly, Ness, I question how hungry he is at this point in his career. It almost is like he's becoming a key, where I feel like even if he was to lose the bud, he's fine with that because he feels like he solidified his legacy and he's ready to ride off because, you know, he got the bag. That's the only thing we care about is a fighter getting the bag. So mm. he's going after the bag. So me personally, I, I don't even know how hungry he is for this fight, to be honest with you. And uh, like I said, I personally got Bud. I just think at some point your professionalism outside of the ring has to catch up to you. Some people may argue, well, you know, you don't know Bud. You don't know if he drinks. You don't know what he does. It's just that Earl Spence has been in front of the media. His business is out in the media. And that is so true. But part of being a professional, i.e. Derek Jeter, i.e. LeBron James, is keeping your life under wraps and keeping your circle tight. And Earl simply hasn't done that, you guys. I'm not saying Crawford doesn't drink, but Crawford has been nothing but a stand-up citizen as a boxing professional outside of the ring. He had his early career issues, but after that, you don't hear about him getting drunk in the club and then flipping his car a thousand times. You don't hear about him getting hit again within his car, whether it's his fault or not. Like, you don't hear those things. So you have to allow that to placate in your decision on who wins the fight. If not, you know, hey, to each his own. But I just think, you know, Bud kind of has the lead in this. And, you know, the values and morals I stand on, Bud should win because he's been a professional in and out the ring. So I'm glad to hear that Earl may may not get a fight. I think he needs it because if he doesn't, he for sure will lose. But to fight Keith, it's bittersweet because, like I said, it makes him a liar if he fights Keith. And for all you Earl Spence fans that accept that Keith fight, it just goes to show how gullible and ignorant you guys are because the man said it himself that he would never fight Keith. He even went as far as putting it on his own mama. Then. Hmm. He tried to go after Crawford, telling him he had to be a man of his word and never come to his fights because Crawford said he wouldn't come. So I'm just saying, like, or, or like you could be a fan of a man, but you can't be a fool. Like, when are we going to hold these guys accountable for what they say and the actions that they expect from other fighters? It's just it's, that's just a little weird to me. Um, but but I like I said, I favor Bud. Um I could be wrong because it is a great fight, but I just think Earl has given up the leverage um, in the fight due to some of the things he's done outside of the ring. Well, Mr. Sims, I'm going to get to some other callers. Do appreciate you calling in. Davidian, Buffalo Falls, what up? What's good, Ness? How you doing? Another day, another podcast. Yep. Uh, yeah, I heard your show earlier. It was good. Um, yeah, on this Earl Spence, I'm just glad that they are actually talking. Exactly. 
behind the scenes. I'm just happy because to me, contrary to popular opinion, I still feel like this is this is the biggest fight in boxing. I get it, Tank and Ryan. It's gonna be up there. It's gonna do good numbers, but this is still what people, you know, actually all these fights. You know, I'm happy for this year. We getting these fights, but if they negotiating, I'm not mad. I just want to see the two in there. A two of the best. How long is has um uh, Bud held the WBO or whatever he has? How long has Earl held his belts? They've mm. held them for a while, so. I mean, Earl, Earl less than Crawford, right? Because Earl's been collecting. So, you know, the yeah, IBF, yeah, yeah. he's held it for a long time. But he just got the WBA sometime last year. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just want to see him get in there, man. Let me so, make sure it was last year, though. Yeah. I mean, it's a 50-50 fight. You know, of course, I love Earl Spence. But I know Bud is a bad dude, too, so. It is what it is, you know. I love the fight. I want to see. Are you okay it, so with the it, with the with the Roach and the Thurman fight in between? That's what it sounds like we get in, and it is true. You know, Earl was last in the ring April sixteenth, twenty twenty two. So he's yeah. coming up on a a a year out of the ring if he goes yeah. one more month. I mean, I'm not mad. Just as long as they get in there, or especially Spence. Like I just want to see him fight, man. He. He's one of the best in the game. So, I mean, he brings him out. So, shit, I just want to see him get in there. And if it's I don't Thurman, know, man. I'm going to be Thurman, real. I just, I just think that Earl don't got the same hunger. Like, Danny Garcia was two-division. At 27, he was already two-division, one-time unified. And, and, yeah, he didn't mm-hmm. undispute at 140, but everybody knew he was undisputed. He was there, the best. There yeah. was no dispute he was really that he was the fucking man. There was no yeah. dispute he was yeah. the man. He moved up because there was no yeah. one else to beat. Of like, course. Victor Postal was nobody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, yeah. then he went up and at 27 yeah. won the world title at welterweight. Like, Earl is, what, 30... 33. 33. 33. He's a one-division champ, man. At least Crawford's a three-times champ, right? He fought at 35, yep. Yep. 40, 47, and, and he's I mean, undisputed. Only time will tell, though, you know? I mean, I'm I'm not happy. I wish he was in the ring sooner, but, hey, it's not my career. I don't, right. I don't really know what to say, you know? I just want to see you. the man fight. I hear you for sure, man. Let me get to this brand new caller. Davidian, I appreciate you. See you. Maryland, D.C. area. Who's this? 202. Who's this? This is Gary, man. It's G. Gary Russell? Nah, man. From D.C. too, man. Hey, and I just had a son. His name Gary Jr., man. Uh Uh-oh. We we know who they are. We ain't related. All right. Well, talk to us, Gary. Hey, look, man, we heavy in the boxing ourselves, man. I got nephews. We do this thing, man. Like, I don't know what people see. Earl, man, Earl drinking. He car crashing. Meanwhile, this boy turns in the gym consistently, man. I'm on IG. I see him working on YouTube. The boy working, man. I just don't see what people see that's going to give uh, Earl the advantage, and then he coming down from a, a, a weight cut if this do happen. I just don't understand it. Yeah, man. 
I, I really don't get uh, what people saying, man. And Earl, he 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 tough, man. He's a champion, man. But all of a sudden, I'm seeing this new narrative. You got boots coming to get turns like turns food. What? Who said? Who right said? Man, who, boots not ready. Who said boots coming to get turns? I I ain't see that. Where that's at? No, no, no. That's the narrative I'm seeing nowadays. Like people was pushing uh, boots toward uh, turns, like they should fight, or 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 turns should fight. You know these these uh, prospects or these up and coming dudes. Like, come on, man. Like the virtual Ortiz kid. Come on, man. Turns to eat these kids. I mean, on, if he man. can't get Come Earl, on. if he can't get Earl, I don't mind Virgil. I don't either. I'm not going to lie. And, and, and listen, he could be B-Hop. He could be B-Hop. He got 10 uh-huh. knockouts right now. He could be Gennady. He got to change his goal. Like, if if, 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 if Earl don't want to undispute, well, fuck it. Beat Gennady's record of, you know, 20 title defenses or or, or, or B-Hop's, you know, 20 title, or or whoever got the knockout ratio. Like, my man got 10 straight knockouts. Start going for that. Like, get a new and a uh, new goal. And, and, and I completely agree with you. And not like to ride nobody nuts like or nothing like that, but I, I, I figure that's kind of what turns be feeling, man. It's like he want to go for Charlo. I already told him, honestly, honestly, I don't know how long you've been listening, but I already told him what to do, and I know he heard it because we talked to the president of WBO that day. We had an interview with Paco Varacasel, Uh who is the president of Terrence Uh Belt, and I asked the president, would he approve if Terrence asked to fight Jermel Charlo? And he said, hell yeah. So Terrence sitting on his hands. All he got to do is petition, get that okay, Fight Charlo at 54. You oh, don't yeah. need Earl. You don't need Earl. You the super oh, yeah. champ. You can hey, you can hey, elevate you, yourself bro. and go get all the belts from 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 Jamel. You said you wanted that fight. You called him a cheerleader. You said you could beat him. I want to see it. I'm with you. I'm with you. I want to see it. I want to see it. You know, I'm a fan of the sport. I love these guys. I respect their craft. I love what they do. Man, I love how Crawford finishes shit. He remind me of the Emmanuel Stewart style, like fuck the car, fuck the decision. And then the boy is moving up, and he's continuing to do shit like that. So I'm loving it. But yeah, I'm like you, man. I want to see some fireworks. I love, I love Jamil. I love Jamil. I want to see Jamil and turn and Bud go, man. That's fireworks to me. That's I, a better fight. I can't imagine so, that press me. conference. That shit would be amazing. That press man, conference. That man, press conference it, would man. be amazing. Man, I can't that's wait. It. That's what people want to see. I yeah, just hope. Man. I just hope it happens because now Crawford is thirty-five years old. You know what I'm saying? Like they waiting him yeah, out. They waiting him out. He could have been for Earl and been moved up and for Jamel. And and really, that's how he make the fight. If you just activate your super champion clause and fight Jamel, what's Earl gonna do now? What are you gonna do now? He, he gonna have to fight you. He gonna have to fight you. You box them up. That's what you do. You put them in a corner. You box them up, man, because this, at this point, I feel like it's getting ridiculous. And if Terrence, the dog we say he is, well, I think he is. I think the boy is straight dog. Man, let's get active, Terrence. Let's get, like, really live, get on these boys' line, man, because they, they they can't run from you. I, I To be honest, like I said, man, I'm going to let y'all go, but I love that Jamil versus 
Bud more than that Earl fight, man. I think I think he gonna finish Earl, man. I love Earl. Earl strong, but Earl he don't man damn what he ain't did that in a while. I, don't, I, don't I mean, technically, it. technically, it technically, he stopped Ugas, man. He broke his face. Yeah, I, I, I feel you. I give you that one. But come on, man. That boy was like a robot. I don't know what's wrong. My thumb moved better than that. I mean, crazy, man. I mean, he the one outside of the, the African kid. He the only dude to hurt Spence. You got a point. You got a point, but I don't even think he hurt Spence. I really think that was just a, a, a balance type of thing, if you ask me. Mouthpiece type of thing, if too? Me, Say it again. What about that mouthpiece flying out? Appreciate you calling in, man. Thank you. We got you locked in. Next time you call, we will address you by name, and we appreciate your call. We going out to New York City. Three four seven. Who we got? Who we got? Let me see. Who's in New York? Uh oh, I got some super chats coming in, and this looks like Mike in. Queens. Mike, give me one second. Let me get to some of these super chats. We got James Benitez with the $2 super chat. He says, only fight Montana should pursue is A.B., Adrian Broner. Sounds like a plan. Not bad. Not bad. Jonathan Sims, $5 super chat says, Mel is allowed to fight Bud before EJ per EJ. So don't matter what the bodies say. EJ said no. So that means Mel would drop the belts per EJ's demand. I mean, um, I hear you, but 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 Earl ain't Earl ain't got nothing to do with what the sanctioning bodies order. And Jamel would have to drop the belt, and you know, public perception would not be good of him. It would not look good on him. But you know, we'll we'll see because maybe Bud ain't even going that route. He still should have sent the letter so that the news cycle, the journalists is talking about it, and the pressure is on. I would have at least sent the letter activating the fucking clause. Mike and Queens, talk to me. Shout out TBV, what's good. What up, what up, what up? Hey, shit, I like that last conversation you just had with that caller, man. Because, you know, I feel like we've been here before. You know what I mean? You don't hear nothing from Arrow. He's dead silent. Like, we've been here before, man. This guy playing with our emotions. <laughs> Word. But, uh, Bud needs to activate that fight, like you said, man. Yeah, you, you stand on that one. Keep standing on it. Bud should listen. Go get Charlo, man. You know, Eric Right, and this the perfect himself, time. You know, Let me tell said. you. This the perfect time. If he mm-hmm. put the letter in right now. Zoo is busy with Harrison and needs to recover. No matter who wins that fight, they need to recover no matter what. It don't matter. Yo, boxing ain't never treat us that good that Zoo and Harrison would fight 
next week and the winner's fighting Jamel in 90 days. That shit, did, boxing never That's did fact. that. Boxing never did that. Man, so, yo, so, so, so if Terrence put that letter in right now, if Terrence put that letter in right now, man, he could get that fight by August, June, July, no doubt. No, and guess what? It's better for him because nah, Jamel coming off an injury and he forced to fight Terrence. No tune-ups, no rinky well, dinks. You got to defend your belt. No, nah, facts, man. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting past this Arrow Spence, man. You know, he, I don't know, man, 154 with the titles. You're fucking up the game, bro. Come on. Um, Bud needs to move forward, man. He got a lot of room, you know. Uh, he probably going to, but let me ask you, Ness, if he do activate that, what's up with the 20 days notice for uh, Rocha? Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, the Rocha fight, they negotiating, so he probably going to end up doing that. But he could still do like Billy Joe. I mean, like uh, Andre, where he could activate it, not fight Rocha, let Rocha fight an eliminator for an interim with someone else, actually move up. Win or lose, then announce I'm vacating my 147 or I'm coming back down. Because remember, Ray Vargas <laughs> just did it. No, no, this, I'm giving you facts. Ray Vargas just moved up to fight Oshaki, right. lost, and he got his belt back at 126. He's sitting in the audience watching Brandon Figueroa. So, you know, Bug could Yo, do this. Bug could do you this. Be on it, bro. You be on it. You got me rolling, man. Keep that shit going, bro. You know, and shout out to the truck drivers, man, all up the 95, you know. Let's go, Coast, champ. Man. Without child, we man. don't get nothing. Shout out to TBV. Let's go. You know, keep stepping on their head, man. We bypassing Arrow, man. He needs to go sit down, bro. Mm. Get into a car crash or something. Nah, nah, you not that I mean? serious. Chill, champ. Not like nah, that. I'm, you know, I'm just freestyling. I don't I want hear that. You, man, I hear it's all good. You know, we over hills with this, man. They playing with our emotions, man. Word. You you hold it down, though. Keep that movement, man. TBV, bro. TBV. Appreciate go, you, man. champ. Queen, stand up. Looks like we got Free Smoke, the one. Yo. Free Smoke, Free Smoke. What's going on, man? I ain't got too much to say, man. I just wanted to say, man, I hear everybody beating up on my boy Earl, so I'm an Earl fan, man. I don't think Crawford got what it takes to sustain what this guy going to bring. So nobody ever punished him like Earl going to punish him. That's just what it is. That's what I think is my opinion. That's my take on it. All right, champ. Well, thank you for calling in. We appreciate it. Free smoke. We going out to Jay Ortiz. What up? Mr. Gibbs, can What's you hear me? What's up? I hear you. I hear you. Hi. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Spence Crawford. Man, these two like to play with our emotions, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> Every caller saying the same thing, bro. Yeah, yeah. No, I've been thinking of it too. I was gonna say, it, but yeah, um, man. Uh, shit, I don't know if anyone's gonna agree with me, but shit, fuck the tune-ups, fuck Rocha, fuck Thurman. With all due respect, this fight's gonna happen. You know, it's this fight's been uh, marinating too long, man. It's gonna happen. Um, I mean, these guys are already getting old, especially Crawford, man. What he's like, thirty-five, right? Something thirty-five, like thirty-cinco. 
Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, yeah, I fucked the two I mean, it's not like Spence has been uh, inactive. I mean, yet he fought last year, but that's. I mean, remember, according to Spence, he needs this because um, of the accident. Remember, he said, he, oh, I was going to announce a fight, but then the accident happened, so that had to get pushed back. Oh, gotcha. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, it didn't look like, uh, yeah, I seen, I seen the accident, stuff, but he wasn't really injured, was he? I mean, I remember he was like talking shit. Uh, I mean, people people made it seem like he wasn't in fight shape. You know, he he looked a little healthy. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess uh, that. But in terms and, of like, in one month, he would been out the ring a, an entire year. In one month, he last fought April sixteenth when he beat Ugas at the AT and T Stadium. Um, gotcha. And uh, okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, I can see why, yeah. But, I mean, at least Crawford. I mean, I feel like he should be ready to go. But, like I said, man, this fight's been, like, dangling in front of, in front of our faces for too long. These guys have got to fight already. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it doesn't happen this year, I mean, when? You know what I mean? I mean, uh, these guys I mean, have that's been what the report is, though. The report is that, you know, they've agreed to the split. They're They're directly talking to one another. Remember, at one point, Crawford said he couldn't even talk to Earl. Couldn't get him on the phone. So now they talking to one another directly. They've agreed to the split. It looks like they both going to go with their respected, you know, next fights of Rocha and Thurman. And then we should get it at the end of, uh, not the end, but in 2023 is what Coppinger is saying. Hopefully we getting that exactly, you know, next. But it will still be like September. I don't know. I think I see the earliest being September, right? Like I don't how if 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 Keith and Earl fighting in like May, June, end of May, uh, early June, you know, and you gotta hope Crawford gonna get one in like July or June. Then they gotta rest up, do promotions. It's gotta be like July. I mean, it's gotta be like September, November fight, October, something like that. Yeah, see what you're saying. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, for me, I'm, I mean, I'm not even believing. I'm not even like, uh, I mean, not that I'm trying to be negative, but I ain't gonna believe this fight happened until, not even when the contracts signed, man, until like these two step in the goddamn ring. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I hear you. But, Only reason I'm optimistic is because honestly, Ryan, he never fought nobody. Like, yeah, he fought, you know, Campbell, Javier Fortuna, a couple dudes, a couple people, but like, Nobody, the level of Tank and Pacquiao and Devin and all the names that he I was mean, calling uh, out. He was calling I mean, out Campbell only top down. names. Yeah, but Luke Campbell, I mean, come uh, on, man. I mean, you know, that wasn't like a world beater. That wasn't somebody we was a f- thinking yeah, was going to beat sure. him. You know what I'm saying? Like, all I'm trying to say is yeah. that I didn't think that shit would get done, and it got done, bro. And that's two different yeah. networks. You got a free agent on your hands right now. Like, they got to make this happen. Well, yeah. I mean, back to Luke Campbell. Like, the only thing that impresses me from Ryan, I mean, yeah, he's, Luke Campbell might not be the elite of the elite, but um, I was really surprised that Ryan was able to knock him out. And uh, Lomachenko and uh, fought Linares, right? They were went to the distance. So I give him full credit for that. Campbell, that was a solid win. So that's Very when true. I, Very true. That's when I, that's when I started to take Ryan seriously. Like, uh, 
I didn't think Ryan was all that, but no, he's for sure like. But I mean, at the end of the day, Luke Campbell wasn't a champ, bro. You know, he still was just another contender. That's like Frank Martin beating yeah. Michelle Rivera. At the end of the day, that's all Ryan did. No, yeah, for sure. Like I said, I don't, never thought he was the, the elite, elite top of division. But just the fact that um, he got, uh, he was uh, able to knock him out, and you know. And again, I only say wow. that to say, like, you know, look, he's taking a huge step up to 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 tank. So that shows me that if if Ryan's doing that, yeah, man, these guys should be able to get it together without a problem. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, if anything, like uh, Spence, Crawford, they should be uh, not ashamed of themselves, but, like, come on, man. Like, like uh, these fights are happening now, and these guys weren't able to get it, you know, something done. Like, if anything, these guys were supposed to be, like, the start of this, you know, big fight era, not... Yeah, man. Boxing never like. Yep. So, Not yeah, the young guys, guys man. That's what I'm saying. If, yeah, I, right. if someone would have said 50 50 bet, what fight is made first? Tank Ryan, Earl Spence, Terrence Crawford. I would have said Earl Spence, Terrence Crawford. Never Tank Ryan. I would have just, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, that shit came out of left field. But listen, let me get to some other callers. I got plenty of people here. Jay Ortiz, we appreciate you. Yeah. We're going out to Boxing Savant. What up? Oh. Yo. You hear me? Perfect. Y'all notice I don't have no Discord issues in my Florida studio, man. This Mac I got is the most powerful bitch in the planet. Boxing so can you hear me? I hear you. We just waiting for you to keep it going. Damn, I can't hear none. Why? We hear you perfectly. Jump out and jump back in, champ. We're going to go on to the Knicks. JT, I see you raising your hand in and out. Let me know what's up on Blog Talk. If you feel like I ain't get you, that's because you haven't pressed one. I need you to press one one time. I see a lot of you on Blog Talk. This is your message. Press the one button. We're going out to Capicu. Hey, yo, what's what, going on, champ? What up, champ? What's going on? Yeah, man, this is getting interesting, but like, I rather, I rather see honestly, I rather see Crawford fight Ugas over Rocha, and I rather have Rocha fight the winner between Stanius and Ortiz, and then have that matchup build up from there to actually, because Rocha really hasn't really fought nobody besides Blair Cobb. You know, that was his like kind of his most like uh, significant win, and Blair Cobb is really a nobody. But that I mean, it's it's getting ridiculous uh, already with this whole back and forth between Spence and Crawford. You know, like I mean, that's the fight that everybody wants to see. But if we're gonna do it that way, and we're gonna do Spence, Thurman, Crawford, uh, and Rocha, we might as well do uh, Crawford and uh, and Ugas. You know, and then uh, feed feed Rocha to the winner of uh, Ortiz and Stanis. That that that. You want you rather see Ugas right off of the face breaking one year layoff get in there with with, with Crawford no tune up he need he need like a Cody Crowley or some shit I I could see that too feed him to Jamal James or somebody but I mean I I, I mean it's it's money right I mean we we had we had Danny Garcia and and Spence right after that big accident so I mean why not you know yeah but that's um, Spence you know he built different he said no tune ups. 
<laughs> no, I get it. But you know, like I said, I mean, it's it's a better fight. It's gonna it's gonna pull out the it's gonna pull out the audience. You know, you get a Crawford and the Ugas in there. That's that's gonna bring money. You know, you get a Rocha. Rocha's just starting to make a name for himself. You know, and I feel like if they put him versus the winner of Ortiz and Stanis, if that fight that fight's still happening, right? Uh, yeah, that's on. That's on. I got tickets yeah. selling and everything. You talking about Virgil and Stanis? Uh, okay, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So if, yeah. if that if, if you if, if you feed if you feed that, I know that's supposed to be an automatic. Whoever wins that fight is supposed to be the automatic to to the winner between Spence or uh, and, and Crawford, or just for that for uh, to to fight Spence. But I mean, if you feed a Rocha to them, uh, I don't want—I want to say feed, but you know, you get that fight going on. I feel like that'll be a, a nice fight for Rocha to kind of solidify that he is who he is, you know. Um, instead of you know feeding a Crawford to Rocha and then Crawford destroys Rocha. Is that Rocha's rank where he's ranked, man? He's ranked where he's ranked. He gonna have to do a Virgil and not accept his rank, and then that's different. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. But you know, hey, listen. If he's smart, he'll do it that way. Um, I get he's ranked number one, and I get that that's what's going to happen, you know. And hey, hey, listen, you know, when you got a chance to the, you got an opportunity at the title, you got to take it, you know. But as far as like we're talking about box numbers and box office and money wise, like they, that's what that's the big thing now is, is everybody wants the money. Give me the payday. Give me the payday. The payday wouldn't be with Rocha. The payday would be with Ugas, you know. That would, to me, that's more of an appealing fight. You know, um, uh, I don't know, man. What's the appeal in Ugas? Did he beat old Pacquiao and lost to Earl? Like, I mean, he don't speak English. He ain't very popular. It ain't like he be selling out in his hometown. I don't really know what's the appeal. Stylistically, I mean, stylistically, it'll be a better matchup. I mean, I think you know, you get two. Bro- you get you got a guy that's uh, that is long, rangy. You know, those are the type of guys that that Crawford likes. Man, you know, I think I think Crawford, I, like, like not to diminish your your opinion, but I think Crawford would like uppercut Ugas to death, man. <laughs> he leans over. Hey. He's always doing these shovel uppercuts with his head down, man. He would get mm-hmm. laced, man. But I mean, look, I'm gonna watch it. it. He's still he's still a top five, top ten versus a champ. I'm gonna watch it. I'm tuning in. Absolutely. I mean, regardless, we're gonna we're gonna watch it. Like you said, regardless, you're gonna watch it just because, uh, you know, it's it's a fight. We want to see these guys fight. You know, Crawford and Spence, like they. But they, they PBC should have been offered him that. They should have offered him a two three fight deal, like Ugas, yeah, Thurman, yeah. then Earl. But they ain't do none of that, man. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, because they honestly, these guys should be fighting regardless of what it is. But they chasing the money too much, and they're holding out one time one time a year, thinking they super like super. Stardom, and 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 they still haven't really done nothing. And I mean, besides Crawford, because Crawford has unified the division, um, and not unified, uh, undisputed. You know, the one forty. Um, but like, you really, you really, you really haven't done anything else besides that. You know, these fighters that's on your belt hasn't. You really don't have no strong names on your belt. You know. Um, and like you said, man, the big fights, man. People want to see big fights. People want to see the best fight, the best. And if that's not happening, then why, why are we sitting here, you know, waiting once a year only for you to fight in a mediocre, you know, top ten fighter, you know, um, like like a Thurman, you know, Thurman just coming back, and you, that's not the best fight for you. You should nah, be fighting somebody not. different. Both of them dudes so, should be fighting each other, and both of the opponents should be fighting each other. Capicu, let me get to some other callers though. Do appreciate oh, you. We got a brand new caller, San Antonio. Who's this? 
Yo, yo, can you hear me? I do. Who's this? Yo, what's up, man? It's uh, Brandon from San Antonio, uh, 210 Boxing TV. Brandon, 210 Boxing TV on YouTube? Yeah, yeah. All right, champ. Talk to us. Um, shit, with this with this Thurman Spence, as long as I feel like they, they actually put something to paper where, okay, they're going to take the interim fight, but they're going to fight next, I don't got no problem with that. It's like with Ryan and Tank. They did the same thing, right? Yeah. Um, Tank was going to fight Hector, and then Ryan was supposedly going to fight Gesta, and then he scratched. But they're fighting. Everyone was like, oh, no, they're not going to fight. They're not going to fight. I kept telling everyone, they're going to fight. Like, they're going to fight. You know, um, and I just feel like a lot of times I understand, like, you know, people get turned off, and, you know, and I'm the same way. I thought November 19th, Spence and Crawford last year was finally going to happen. Cause I was like, yo, it's it's marinated long enough. This is the time that it finally has to happen. And then you know, Black Prime came out of nowhere. So, you know, a company I never even heard of. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm just holding out hope. I feel like if they're saying they're agreeing to the split, that's a good thing because with Thurman and Spence not being announced and and them being quiet, I felt like that was a good thing. That was a good thing. Get it done. Just stop with the whole this guy's ducking, that guy's ducking. Just get it done. I'm cool with them having interim fight each. Got no problem with that. Well, all right, champ. Appreciate you calling in. I got you down, and we will call you and address you by name on the next time. Uh, so shout out Brandon from 210 Boxing TV. We got a new caller in Chicago. Who's this? Hey, what's happening? This is Rob. Rob in Chicago? Yes, sir. What's up, Ness? Talk to me. Shout out to the TVV and the universe. Man, I've been listening to this, this, about all the callers, man, and um, I'm really disappointed in um, a lot of things I've been hearing. What exactly? A lot of things. Uh, well, it, you know, it seems like it's a lot of a lot of fans, a lot of people calling in Earl Bashing. You know, I'm a fan of, of uh, Earl Spence, and I'm a fan of Bud, but People don't seem they have like short memories, you know. When Ugas, when 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 Bud had, the, you know, when he was uh, undisputed, he could have went the route and fought Spence for the IBF belt. He didn't have to go to uh, the WBO route. He could have did that. Am I correct? Uh, say again. I'm sorry. He could have went the IBF route instead of the WBO route. And fought Spence a long time ago when he was undisputed at 140. You mean Bud? Terrence Crawford. Yeah, no, Bud. no, because that belt doesn't allow you to activate any super champion clause and fight the champion above. Only the WBC and the WBO do that. Okay. Well, I personally feel like, uh, you know, everybody's, talking about they chasing bags and things of that nature, and they don't really know the, 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 the severity of what's really going on. I think these guys, they generally want to fight, but I believe that Bud is just trying to secure his future. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know, he, he wants to he wants to come out on top. I mean, when I look at Bud training right now, he's training with snacks, and he's wearing that mask. I've never seen Bud in his entire career wear that mask during training. Okay, so Bud is trying to find an edge, and since 
EJ has, you know, from the post the accident with EJ, he's a more focused EJ. This is a dangerous EJ. See, the EJ prior to the accident was the EJ Bud wanted to fight. But this EJ that's a more dangerous EJ, Bud has some concerns, and rightfully so. I, I would be concerned the way Spence has been moving, the way he's been cracking people and breaking their faces and ribs. I would be concerned as well if I was Bud. Mm. He don't want this to be his last fight against EJ because it's going to be a real tough fight. And EJ, his defense is, is, is the fighters that Bud fought, he went 10 knockouts with, they don't have the defense that EJ got. Mm. They don't have that. They don't have the eye shooter EJ has. And I believe Spence would have stopped those same 10 opponents with the exception of Sean Porter because that was before the accident. That was before a focused EJ, and he even admitted he wasn't as focused when he fought Porter, when he fought Mikey Garcia. He wasn't dedicated like he is now. So these are the concerns of Bud Crawford. And this is why I believe, in, in a sense, Bud is kind of... But what makes you believe Bud is concerned to... about that? What makes you believe that? Because his, uh, Earl's been cracking. Look what he did to Ugas. Bud could have fought Ugas a long time ago. He never fought Ugas. Okay, he but what? Ugas but, but, Earl. but what makes you believe that Bud is concerned with what Earl's been doing? How he's training now. How he's wearing the mask. He's trying to find an edge. He's trying to find something to, 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 to get him to, 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 to get him a, a, a more of an edge for this fight. But but you don't think that his but, his uh, his edge is that he's on a ten fight knockout streak? No, because I believe EJ could <laughs> knock those same opponents out as well. Bro, you I can't. Let, let me tell you something. Well. You can't name another fighter on this level. No other fighter that's a a, a multiple division champ. A pound-for-pound fighter. Anything you want to mention, a top five, whatever you want to mention, top five in any sanctioning body, a world champ, it don't matter what you mention, no one exists other than Bud. There's no other boxer that's a world champ that's on a 10-fight knockout streak. You could try and diminish that all you want. But name the opponents, though, Ness. Virgil Ortiz, Virgil Ortiz got like 19... And, 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 oh, shit, you know who is on it? Damn it. Better be. Motherfucker been knocking motherfuckers out every belt he got. But, uh, so, yeah. He about the only one. Not, yeah, no, better be. Better be. Arthur, better be. The, the, the light heavyweight champ. Yeah, oh, yeah. But, but, but other than that, other than that, and, you know, ain't nobody else doing it. Not no other world champ. Ain't nobody else doing it. You know what I'm saying? You go have to think about Virgil, who's a contender, interim. I mean, I don't even know what. What is he? Oceana, WBO, Oceana, some shit. I don't know. That being said, man, I bet you when Better B fight Bobevol, it ain't gonna be the same as all he got with the other fighters. Man, I don't know that Better B don't knock out Bivol. I don't think he's gonna knock out Bivol. Bruh, I he, he done fought everybody, though. Everybody he fought, he showed his power is real, real. 
He just keeps showing. Oh yeah, showing it sounds it. real, but he hasn't fought a boxer like Bivol. You right. Like you right. You right. You right. He ain't really fight nobody long. Well, he did fight an Olympian and a boxer. Vazdek was a boxer. It's hard to it's hard to box with a dude that got motherfucking iron fists, man. Eventually that shit wear on you. Think about Vazdek. Motherfucker retired after that fight. But listen, I gotta go. I do rock with you. Thanks for calling in. Let me see. Make sure I got your name. Don't go nowhere. Don't go nowhere. Don't go nowhere. We said you in the 872. Rob in Chicago, we got you, champ. Thanks for calling in. Anybody else on Blog Talk, if you feel like I ain't get to you, that's because you ain't press one. Got to press one if you want to have some fun. We going out to Mavi. What up? If you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to smash that thumbs up button as it's going to help with the visibility of the show. It's going to put this episode in the eyes of other boxing fans. And then luckily we'll get new callers and new characters. Mavi, what up? Hey, what's good, Ness? What up, what up, champ? So uh, the last caller uh, is delusional as hell. Just want to say that. Respect to my man, but... He a little delusional because uh, everybody knows even when Bud was coming up, what did Spence and Keith Thurman tell him? Get a belt first. So everybody want to be like, Bud could have went this route. They told the man to get a belt first. And then on top of that, everybody was chasing Jeff Horn before that. But when Bud got the WBO, now nobody want the WBO. That's true. So it's, it's wild that people... They don't follow the timeline in chronological order to dissect how everything is played out. I don't get how people give Earl so much credit, and he fought a bunch of lightweights and dudes that did nothing at 147, but then people want to ask, what did Bud do at 147? He'd been KOing people. Porter's a two-time world champion. For sure, for sure. I'm not... Brooke beat Porter. For sure. And Ugas beat Pacquiao. For so. sure, if we want to do the if we want to do the triangle theory, that's cool. Styles make fights though, and I just feel like oh no, that's not yeah, triangle. Feel- that's like Porter is a two time champion. He was the IBF champ, no, and he became sure. the WBC champ. Definitely, so, definitely. So, so you got to give Earl credit for beating Porter. Then you got to not give taking Earl, away. I'm you got to give Earl credit for uh-huh. beating Brooke because Brooke beat Porter for that belt. Came to see America, now that one is what he came I to America you. and beat him for it. That but see, look, that's a wobbler for me only because Kel Brook just got done coming down two weight classes and getting beat up on by Triple G, okay. and had no rehydration and had no rehydration clause when he fought Earl. Okay, so my man is my man is getting drained and just got his face broke by one of the hardest punchers in boxing just to come down two weight classes, not be able to rehydrate. Okay, but then, and then have but to then fight what about Earl. Porter? What about Porter? There's no excuse. Oh, there. I give I give him. I give him credit for Porter. I All give right, him 100% so then, credit so for Porter. So then what about Ugas? No excuse there. My man beat Pacquiao. Yeah, but he went the distance with Sean or whatever. Like, he... People he, thought he he's beat a, Sean. Me, they did, but it's like he's a journeyman. They Like, it's it ain't... I don't see Ugas as a super credible type of fighter. I he really don't. I think he's good. Champ. He was literally the super champ. I look, mess. I think he's good. I'm not saying that, but do I think he's on the level of, of Earl and and Crawford for its, or even they want to give him credit Bruh, for being a wobbled, Mikey Garcia and he Danny Garcia. Earl. 
Yeah, but that was that was miscommunication. That was during a, a breakup. The refs kind of messed that up too. Like it was like it, 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 it reminded me. No, look, look, check this out, Ness. Check this out. It reminded me of when uh, Victor Ortiz and Mayweather fought, and the ref was like, "Break it up," and then. Mayweather's like, nah, forget that next hug. I'm about to knock you out. Boom, boom. It was like he one dude was ready and the other one wasn't. So, I mean, okay. to me, this is my thing. This is my thing. Let me just round it up because I ain't trying to take too much of your time, my brother. My whole thing is this. People need to stop downplaying Crawford like he ain't like that. The man got shot in the head. His journey all the way up to this point has been nothing but a struggle. He took hella pay cuts with Bob Arum on the way up. So for people to say Crawford's not business savvy, the man is in a movie. He's lining himself up with people like Warren Buffett and 50 Cent and Jay-Z. Like, y'all gonna say this man ain't business savvy and he's the highest earning welterweight in the division? Like, stuff don't make sense, the stuff that people be talking about Crawford. And I think there's a crazy misconception. You can't tell me that that man don't speak what he stand on. Like, he's just that type of dude. His whole demeanor is like that. Nothing against Earl, but Earl wants to claim to be a boss, but then has another man speaking for him or making his moves for him. I give respect to Earl. I think he's one of the top five best fighters in boxing. But the way he moves is funny to me sometimes. And I think a lot of people get it twisted and they follow wrong narratives listening to these other boxing channels. I give credit to you and a couple other channels because y'all actually follow truth. Y'all keep shit dated and y'all y'all keep it on point. Y'all can't tell me Mr. Nebraska ain't about what he's about. He wants all the smoke. He's been wanting all the smoke. Earl didn't call him out first. Bud is the one showing up. Why is, why is Earl coming to my fights? He said he would never come to my fights. Like, like you know what I'm saying? It's, it's The narrative is crazy for Crawford, and the Bud slander just needs to stop. Y'all need to go back a couple years and follow the timeline in order so that way y'all get up on y'all shit. And that's my time. I appreciate you, Ness. I appreciate you calling in, Mavi. We got a couple new callers. We going out to Chicago. Who's this? Hello? Yes, sir. Hey, what's up, man? What's the who's what's so, your name? My name is Lucian. L U C I E N. Yeah, so basically what I wanna talk about is, you know, everybody try to they wanna talk about like like resumes, Spence is being fed the same style. They they have good names, but he not learning nothing. They either stand right in front of you, or they have a glaring weakness. If he fights Keith Thurman, Keith what you Thurman mean, Grim Reaper? Fight. What you mean, Grim Reaper? No, I said Keith Thurman can't take body shots. He but what about Porter? Porter don't stand in front of you. Yeah, but, but Porter, he makes so many mental lapses in a fight. And don't get me wrong, Porter is a great fighter. He will he will test you, you know. But when you look at Bud, Bud has seen every style, and he know what it's like to stand across the ring against somebody who's undefeated, who's never lost. You know, Spence, he gets good names. He, he gets great names. But they all either at some point, once they realize they can't beat him, Oh, it's a mental victory. Let me survive. You know, let let me just say I, I went twelve rounds with him. There Bud is too competitive to ever give somebody an edge like that. The fight is not gonna even start until Bud gets hit with a good shot. And we all know this. You know, he gonna stop Earl. 
And the reason why he's going to stop Earl is because Earl can't come out and be a different fighter every round. He can't. He's he going he gonna to get behind that jab, and he's going to throw body shots. But the body shots won't be there. Find me a fight where Earl won without body shots. You won't find that. If you think Terrence is going to stand in front of him and just let him hit his body, like, it's, that's, that's not never going to happen. And, you know, that's, that's, that's pretty much, you know, all I wanted to say. All right, champ. Well, great call. We got you down, Lucian. We going to go to you. We going out to Discord. We got JT, Coach JT. What up? Yo, can you hear me? Perfect. Yeah, what up, Ness? Uh, all these predictions, these predictions. Man, I just want to see the fight. Um, I'm here listening to some of these callers call in talking about Arrow get hit. Uh, Bud is not going to get hit by body shots. If he stand in front of Bud, uh, I mean, if he stand in front of Arrow, he's going to get hit with body shots. And another caller said, uh, well, I'm trying to sit back there. That's why I kept going in and out. I'm like, man, I'm not going to respond to that. But the thing about it, it's a 50-50 fight. You know, respect to Arrow and Bud. They're both good fighters. But we've seen Bud hurt people that, to me, when he, after he hurt you, he took the fight out you. We ain't seen no more dog out these fighters, including Sean Porter. You know, the fight got stopped premature because of his dad. But, you know, at the end of the day, that's what we want to see Spence for. We we seen Spence mouthpiece come out, and then he stopped somebody after that after that happened. So we we want to see the two best fighters fight the best, and that's what we've been waiting on with Errol Spence and Bud. I could sit here and predict that hey, Bud Bud not gonna beat him if he fight him in the southpaw stance. He might he might he might have a better chance beating him at, um, defeating Errol in the um, orthodox stand. We could go back and forth and sit there and say this and that about it, but these are the two best two fighters in the division. I got Spence winning for all of my picks, off from what I see. And uh, even though Bug is switching to all that, I'm not caught into all that, even though he got more skill set of switching and counter-punching and doing all this. To me, Errol just fundamentally basic skill sound, and I think that's what's going to win the fight. And on top of that, we go off it, off the, off the fights. I think Bud get hit more than Arrow. A lot of people talk about Arrow defense. Arrow don't get hit as much as Bud does. So we just the guy that just called and just said that he gonna knock Arrow out. Bud gotta be willing to take some of them shots, take some of them body shots. Beginning because Sean was giving um on um, Bud trouble when he was coming forward in the beginning of that fight. So man, I'm just waiting to see the fight. I hope the fight happened. I got Spence winning. Got to pick a winner. I like both fighters. And so I like to see both fighters fight, but I got Spence winning that fight, and that's my call. All right, Coach JT, thank you for calling in. I got a couple Super Chats. Got a big, fat $20 Super Chat. Shout out to Optimus Prime. He sends a $20 Super Chat and says, Ness is the hardest working man in boxing media. Shout out to you, champ, but I'm sure Ellie works hard as fuck. And Ben Thompson. Shout out to Ben on Fight Hype. Jaime Nieto with the $5 Super Chat says, Until this Bud Spence fight is signed and we see a press conference, I don't want to hear about it. Enough is enough. Not falling for the banana in the tailpipe. Damn. 
We got a couple of brand new callers. Looks like somebody in Anaheim. Who's this? Is it Anaheim? Somewhere in California, right? What's your name, champ? Who's this? Who's this? 714. 714. Hello. Hello. 714. Going once. 714. Going twice. Yeah. Lynch, what up in man, man. Sacramento? Man, man, man. I, I'm just listening to y'all. You know, I'm a real boxing fan. And I, like, I really follow this sport. I ain't challenging nobody saying people ain't real boxing fans. But, you know, I watch this like you, bro. And I want to know to everybody. And I'm not on anybody's side. I just got a question, bro. I want to know why everybody's ignoring the fact that Terrence Crawford was a free agent for a little bit and then he re-signed with Top Rank in 2019. I mean, because that's old news. Like, yeah, I understand that, but everybody's right now making it seem like all this big talk for Crawford now that he's finally a free agent. You feel me? But he had an opportunity to come to the PBC and fight all those guys. Yeah, because after didn't. that, after that is when the whole across the street started. So now he's not across the street. So we just don't talk about that no more because, you know, that's why they started saying, well, he across you. the street. I got you, bro. So like like everybody else said, like, I really do believe it's a 50-50 fight. If, if they fight, I'm not surprised who wins. But I'm going to say I think Earl's going to win. And the reason why I think Earl's going to win is because he's simply bigger than him. And I think when they actually start to fight, it's going to be one of those equations. You know what I mean? He's fucking bigger than Crawford. Crawford's a great fighter, does a lot of great stuff. But I am kind of in agreement with a lot of people when they ask the general question, like, okay, yeah, he beat, he beat a lot of people. He got 10 straight knockouts. But it's like we can't sit here and discredit Earl Spinks opponents like Crawford's opponents were all better than Earl Spinks opponents. And that's what's kind of bothering me. Like, I was nah, to but, but it's point. just... When you brought up. Yo, Earl fought champions. Earl fought champions, but you can't yeah. discredit Crawford getting 10 straight knockouts. Yeah, I, I hear you, and that's why I ain't discrediting him there. But I'm listening to how everybody else is trying to pick Earl's record apart. Like, like it's really that much worse. And it's like, I remember a point listening to Bowman talk about how Ugas was a dangerous person, and Ugas beat Crawford when they was younger, as far as amateurs, you know? So they already knew about Ugas, and on a real note, I'm not saying they swerved him or nothing, but they knew who Ugas was. They were aware Ugas was a good fighter. So when people, when you was asking earlier what makes Crawford concerned, it's like he fucking broke Ugas's face, y'all. That was a crazy ass fight, but, me, bro. I but, never seen nobody. But why would that. I be worried about you getting one face breaking in the last five, six, seven years when I'm the one on hey, a ten? Hey, he broke. And I'm on a 10-fight knockout streak. Like, you know when you come to my fight, you. I'm sleeping somebody. I hear you, Ness. But look, once again, that ain't the only person face he broke. He broke fucking Kel Brook. Kel Brook. Yeah, but you know he, he, was damaged, he was damaged goods. The other eye was damaged goods. You know what I, I mean, bro. I so hear you. Like, I hear you. But I'm saying he was damaged he goods, made, he, though. He causes damage. Yeah, I, damn, it's good. And hey, he still was a champ, bro. Like like you pointed out, and you said already, he came over here, he took that damn belt from Sean Porter. It was a great fight. 
I don't know about it being a great fight, uh, but he did take the belt. But I ain't never said it was a great fight. He held his motherfucking life away. I hate that fight. (laughs) (laughs) But the point is, he came over here, he did it. Earl went back, took it back from him. And that that earned a lot of respect for me, bro. Like, that showed me Earl can really travel. And once again, that's why I keep saying it's a 50-50 fight, bro. Because I wouldn't be surprised if Terrence hit him early and fucking... Earl do a dance, bro. We don't, we don't know, bro. We don't know how it's going to act, bro. how it's going to react, bro. The speed is like the type of power that Terrence got. He got this power speed, bro. It's like he's fast and he got that I don't know, man. Oh, I don't know. Terrence be spawned with everybody, uh-huh. man. He spawned with everybody. Yeah, he spawned with yeah. famous people that always say he could punch. Everybody. Like, you ain't never heard a spawn partner say the opposite of that. Never. So... All that, oh, he knocked out who he knocked out. Nah, we know his power real. But listen, I got to go, Lynch. But you know, yep. if you don't know, just like you and everybody else, if you want to get a second call, you can always do a $5 super chat and or cash app, and we'll bring you back. We going out to Tommy in Florida. What up? What up, Ness? You got me? I got gotcha. you. All right, let me get on it. Uh, First. Somebody brought back up the fact that Terrence signed with top rank. It was, if you read about it and really read about it, it was more of an extension and they just guarantee him more money. It wasn't really a re-signing for like another number, uh, multi-number of years. It was just like, I think like two extra fights and and they just guarantee him more money. And when he signed that deal, PBC, if I can remember, Earl Mikey was the first, PBC pay-per-view for the new generation, not Florida and all them, but and that came after uh, Crawford resigned. And in the contract, he said it said he would get the fight with Spence. So that was that. Two, some dude called by four callers back, making excuse like saying you know Terrence trying to do something, blah 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 blah. Is is pretty much at this point that they're trying to wait. They're trying to wait out Terrence for him to get older and older and older. All right, cool. You don't believe that? That's fine. But to try to say he's scared of Spence because Spence is more dedicated, but that's why Spence, like, the Boston world knows the nigga overweight. He can't he, – he, he trying to fight at 154 while still holding a 47 belt and, and fighting a mandatory at 47 but at 54. But he's – but you're trying to say he's – but scared to fight him because he's more dedicated to the nah nah forget all that, uh, and you know they they that they, they keep pushing this Thurman Spence fight back. It's guaranteed it's gonna be you know it's them pretty much it's them and it's gonna be Rocha versus Terrence so everybody might as well get ready for that. Um, and she I'm just trying to figure out everything I've been missing the last couple of shows. But and yeah, yeah, when when somebody mentioned Sean Porter in a fight, bro, and how you trying to determine how the fight versus somebody else will go because of the Sean Porter fight, you can't do that. Sean Porter ain't like, especially when it's a one forty seven guy. Sean Porter ain't like no none of those guys. So every time Sean Porter was in somebody's face, that's just Sean Porter. Nobody fights like Sean Porter, so the fight will not be the same no matter who it is. So it's. Earl versus Thurman, Earl versus Terrence, and Terrence versus Thurman, whoever else, none of that's going to be the same as Sean Porter because Sean Porter is Sean Porter. 
Mm-hmm. But you know, that's my call next. Shout out to the Boston boys. Everybody be good, man. Yep. All right, champ. I ain't I ain't hear no message from you, man. Look, he dipped off. VA money, what up? Virginia. What's going on, man? Hey, you can hear me? Mm-hmm. Yo, so I just want to say that, uh, yeah, I, I'm on the, I'm on, uh, I, I would love to see this fight, this fight with, uh, Butter, Earl Smith. Uh, I'm just like, uh, two calls, two calls, two calls ago, saying that I, I don't want to get hyped to, you know what I'm saying, I see, like, the final press conference before the fight. Uh, all these, all these guys, like, triangulate. Between like Spence, Porter, and Bud. Uh, yeah, yeah, Bud stopped uh, Porter, but I think Porter won almost every round in that fight. Like, if you go back and watch that fight, Porter was looking really, really clean. He was looking cleaner in that fight than he did against Spence. Uh, as far as like, uh, like the, the business of the fight, I don't like talking business. So, so that's what you guys are up here talking about. Uh, this is. As close to an actual big fight in boxing that there, there are, that exists, you know, uh, the only thing that takes away from this fight being as big as it should be is the lack of uh, the, the lack of popularity on uh, on Bud's side. Like Bud is not the most popular guy in the world. You know what I'm saying? Uh, outside of that, it's a big fight because it accounts it, it, it climaxes uh, a, a hardcore boxing narrative. Right? So we're trying to put best not only for the 147 pound division to uh, what I call lifetime pound-for-pound fighters. So Spence has been one of the best fighters in whatever division he's been serving in his whole career in the same for Bud. VA money, man, I tried, man. It just, you, it's, you sound like you in Florida with the windows down, driving on, you know, the I-95 or the I-75. It's just, it's windy as fuck, bro. I don't know what's going on. I know you got the, the, the Bluetooth going. I tried to just let you rock, but it's just, it's just, it's just not, it's no bueno, man. It's just bad, man. JT, what up? If you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to hit that, that thumbs up button. We're trying to get to that next goal of a 166,000 subscribers. Right now, we are at 165,243 plus. We got hella footage with Shakur Stevenson, Keyshawn Davis, Jared Hurd, Cashflow Diaz, Nico Ali Walsh. I mean, the list goes on and on, man. Danny really out there grinding. While I'm holding down the show, so come on, tune in to the boxing voice on right here on YouTube. What up, JT? We hear you. All right, look, this is what I also want to say. They had a caller called in. It was called back. I wanted to answer because I forgot. He said he forgot. He wondered why Uga starts staying in front of him. I just think how Spence fight people. He makes you fight him, and he makes you he he want to put you in front of him. Bud style is to me. He's a boxer, but he's not like. Box, he don't stay on the back foot and box you all the time. Bug will sit there. He's more like a boxer puncher. He's going to come in there and he's going to try to get you, touch you and get you up out of there and hit you when he can hit you. He's going to move when he has to, but the thing about it is Bug personality and Spence personality is going to clash, and, and Bug want to be the big dog in the ring. So I could see him trying to uh, sit 
in the pocket more and fight Spence, I don't I don't think that's a good idea because I think the same is gonna happen. It's gonna he's gonna fall face to the same fighters that's been fought like with eyes, ribs, all that energy. Like Ugas probably wanted to move a little more, and I'm not saying Ugas is a mover, but when you um when you in there with Spence, you have to fight Spence to get your to get his respect. So we gotta stop saying this way bullet size. And the other or another caller just said about the size of uh Errol Spence and all that. Errol Spence never missed uh weight um at a fight. He never came in overweight. So we could stop sitting there saying that. Um Terrence Crawford is a full fledged welterweight. Everybody they say um um Spence Paul, they say he hits hard, same thing as Bud. So it's a fifty fifty fight when it comes down to all that. If you wanna if you wanna be biased, you could be biased and you know, but you gotta look at both of the fights. You gotta look at both fighters. It's proven. They, they, when they get in there, they get people out of there. They're hurting guys. We just want to see what's going to happen when they when they face each other. Who's What dog going to show up? More? What mental toughness? Who's going to have the more mental toughness in the fight? So, you know, like I said, I can see where Bud can beat um, Spence. I can see how Spence could beat Bud. If I'm still picking, I'm still pick, picking Spence. I'm not picking him because of size. I just think I think when it get when that when that style matchup is a bad matchup for Bud, and Bud is gonna get clipped because Bud don't like being controlled in the ring, and Spence controls the ring when he's in there. That's my counter punch, unless somebody else sees something stupid. All right, all right. Um, I think we're going to a new caller in Tennessee. Who's this? Renzo, what's good, bro? Renzo, talk to us, brother. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, man. I just want to say, man, I think that everyone is right about everything that they feel about this fight. Like, from, from the negotiations to how they feel the fight is going to go because fighters have, these fighters have done all the things that these guys are saying. So, I believe that it's going to go that way. However, I would like for these guys to call back if it doesn't go their way. The worst part about this fight is the fan bases right now. That's all I got. Mm. All right, Renzo, Tennessee, appreciate you. Ain't no show without info. Joe, California, stand up. Yo, yo, yo. What up, what up? You hear me? I hear you. You hear me? I hear you. Man, sorry about that, brother. Man, first things first, man, shout out to the boxing gods for them revisiting this fight, man. Man, this is the biggest fight in boxing. I don't care who you say, anybody can call in right now and say there's a big, this is, is, they have a bigger fight than this fight. I had a dream about this fight last year that I was there. Mm. So I'm happy that they revisiting this fight. Actually, man, I haven't even called in in a while. It, it, it took me, it took a lot out of me that, that this fight did, didn't even happen. So I'm back. <laughs> I, I was mad at boxing, man. I ain't on front. Uh, I was pissed off at boxing. This shit didn't happen last year. But uh, I'm happy that they're revisiting it. Shout out to the boxing gods. And uh, what the last caller said, I believe everybody is right. I never picked a winner in this fight. I believe it is a 50-50 fight. And uh, everybody's breakdown was pretty much on point that I would say on both sides. But uh, it, it is a 50-50 fight. That's why it's the biggest fight in boxing. They're in their prime right now. I'm hoping that it happens at the end of the year. I will be there. Mm. I don't give a fuck if I got to say from today on. 
I hope to be there though. Uh, real talk. Shit, you seen Vegas, the tank prices? You seen them right. tank prices? Imagine what these tickets going to yeah. be. You're right. I don't care. We need to have appreciation. What would you pay? What would you pay? Here. What's the most you would pay? I would pay uh, four to five, man. Mm. Yeah, I'll pay four to five. I mean, you spend an eight but, to a uh, G because you got to get two. Ain't no way you're going solo. Word. <laughs> That's why I hope you're one of my boxing brothers, man. We can pitch in and get a box. We've been talking about this for years, just getting a box. Uh, everybody pitching in. and Because uh, I want to be in the building, man, most likely, though. But if not, uh, appreciation night, man. We can all watch the fight together, though. Uh Shit, we could do an uh, appreciation in the box. It'll just be us, though. It's going to be hard to get fighters to come to the fight and be in the box and not go to their ringside seats, you know what I mean? Plus, it's going to be hard Word. to get them to come to our box during the fight when they want to watch the fight. Word up. Hey, uh, shout out to all the callers, man, for uh, uh, calling in, man. You're listening to the number one pound-for-pound pound boxing podcast on the planet. Make sure you hit that thumbs up. Stop shoplifting and subscribe. I'm out, gentlemen. Peace. Yes, sir. Thank you for calling in, Joe. We going out to new caller in Chicago. Who's this? Yo, it's Rico. What up, Ness? Rico, what's going on? Man, man, I just heard y'all talking about this fight. Uh, first, I want to say everybody subscribe and like. You know, uh, I've been watching boxing for a long time, but I ain't know. I'm not gonna call myself a hardcore boxing fan. But uh, what I wanted to address was uh, a lot of callers was calling in talking about Ugas, and I want to give credit to the guy that brought up the uh, the Bomac interview where he called Ugas a boogeyman. And he, he 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 made sure to tell everybody to be scared of Ugas that he was that guy, and uh, for him to for him to get iced by Errol Spence off of a eye injury, I just kind of feel like a lot of guys is not giving him credit for that fight, knowing all the adversity that he went through just to get to that fight, let alone win a fight by decision or split, whatever, unanimous, whatever. But um, no, I'm not biased. You know, I, I fuck with Terrence Crawford. He moved like water in the ring. I like the way he danced in the ring. Uh, I love that Kell Brook fight, especially how he opened up. It was very beautiful, very, very technical. So um, I definitely think uh, Terrence Crawford is not going to be able to move as much, especially with the way that Errol Spence fights. You know, he runs down guys and he keeps a high guard. So we're not even going to talk about defense as far as Errol Spence goes. I want to see the defense of Terrence Crawford or just his adjustments. We're not going to take away all the adjustments that he makes in the ring. Usually when he runs into a problem or he runs into something that is stopping him from getting a knockout, he usually adjusts and gets that knockout. So we're not going to discredit nobody. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, I appreciate you taking this call. I'll be calling in more. Everybody hit that like again. Everybody hit that subscribe. Uh, one of the realest podcasts, one of the realest channels and platforms out here right now. So, salute to you. 
Appreciate it, champ. Appreciate the call. I got you down, Rico in Chicago, so we will be addressing you by name moving forward, and we look forward to your most uh, recent calls. We're going out to Rocky in the 954. What it do? What up, what up, what up, what up? Buenas tardes, Ness. What's up, bro? Buenas tardes, buenas tardes. Como esta? Yo, real quick, real quick, I wanted to hit on that, man. Um, I just want to say I'm not an Errol Spence fan. Mm. However, I think Errol Spence is going to work, but, man, I think he's going to work, but if, if the fight does happen, they, they keep playing with us, but if it does happen, Errol Spence has discipline in the ring. Terrence Crawford has discipline outside the ring. It's two dogs fighting. We know that. It's two dogs. But I, I feel like it's a pit bull versus German Shepherd. i never seen Bud Damn. Crawford. German Shepherd? i never seen fight. a German Shepherd beat a fucking pit bull. That's a bad comparison. Listen, he's going to beat them all smarts. And that's because, look, look, look. Have you ever seen Terrence Crawford fight a disciplined fight and win off his game plan? I've never seen it. Mm. I mean, that's his he thing. He, he, likes, he likes to get touched. This he get fired up. Then he go, he go kill you. Right. He a pit bull. He went off adjustments. He's a dog. But I've seen Errol Spence come in with a game plan, like against Mikey Garcia, Small man. Uh, against Danny Garcia, and he stole to the script. Holds his hands back. And I think that's what he's going to do to Bud. Both Garcias had Just, issues. Hey, one, one was small. The other one don't like to let his hands go. Right. But I'm just saying Spence's game plan, he stuck to the script. What, you know, what I think is going to happen in this fight is, is Arrow's going to be ahead, sticking to the script. They're going to break him down. They're going to know what to do, stick to that stick. And then... Terrence is going to make an adjustment, and, and Arrow, right there, if Arrow, if Arrow gets sucked into Bud's game, then it's over. He's going to lose. But if he sticks to his game plan, I got Arrow, I got Arrow winning that fight, man. Mm. And I, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. All right. All right, Chad. All right. I ain't know that that was the ending when he said, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. I ain't know that was it right there. I ain't know it was done. Um, let me see. Is this my man Stone Bone? It sure is. Stone Bone Boxing, what up? What up? I hope you didn't come to me right now. I'm driving, man. I'm almost home, man. I might be cutting out. Can you hear me? Yeah, you good. <laughs> Hey, <clears throat> that guy must don't watch boxing that much. <clears throat> you remember the Victor Postal fight? Yep. Stuck to the game plan, beating every round, dropped him three times. Do you remember the Jeff Horn fight? Stuck to the game plan, broke him down and stopped him. Do you remember the Benavidez fight? In and out, in and out, angles, body work, beat the body head with fall. He must don't watch boxing. When you go for the knockout, sometimes you take risks. And sometimes you stick to the game plan and the knockout come to you. The boy is capable of doing either or. This is going to be a great fight, and it ain't going to be because you stuck to the game plan. What I said is both of their game plans are going to go out the window because they both going to be going at it. 
they both going to be trying to get to each other. So if you think you're going to win this by sticking to the game plan, you probably already lost the fight. You better have plan A, B, C, D, E, F, G, like you're doing the ABC with your kids. You better be able to switch on the fly. You better be able to play in the paint, play on the move, play going away, and play going forward. This is going to be a all-faceted type of fight. This ain't going to be no, hey, just stick to your body working high, guard Earl, and you can win this fight. If whoever telling that, they're going to get the boy knocked out. I'm still picking Bud by 10th round stop. If they ain't changed that, never will. All right, Ness. Sorry for the dead air, guys. I'm sorry. That was actually Keith's trainer to hit me up. And uh, I got no co-hosts. So I had to just, you know, leave you guys on dead air while I handle that. Uh, because I'm trying to get up in that gym, you know. Let me see, though. But that, that I don't know if the dead air killed everybody because I got no more callers. So I'm going to wrap it up. Nest GTO. Instagram and Twitter. Uh, catch me on the next one tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Doing it all over again. And if you were on the line and you felt like I didn't get to you, that's because you didn't press one, whoever that is. All right. Goodbye.